You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another Tadpog podcast. It's just a... Uh, the world's only all it in podcast. Yeah, From yeah, here on right. out. All it in all the time. All the time. <laughs> For dude, the Suikoden, it in, by the Suikoden. in. <laughs> <laughs> One it in. For, for Harmonia, by Harmonia. <laughs> Josh and I get that. Yes. Uh, you will soon. Uh, Josh is here. And contrary to popular <laughs> yep. belief, um, Jacob York... He has never been He's to Harmonia. never been to Harmonia. Don't let him lie to you. He's never been. Fuck. I forgot about that that in joke that we have with mm-hmm. Jacob. That's a that's a one person will get that. Jacob. <laughs> Jacob. <laughs> I love that we're starting this out really strong and very inclusive. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Find your way into our world. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Prove that you, you came to our show. You do the research. <laughs> Prove that you like it. <laughs> Send us Facebook messages asking about our college days and any inside jokes we might have. Mm. Prepare for the show. <laughs> too late. It's too late. Don't send the messages. You should have done it already. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we're talking about Suikoden. Mm-hmm. Part two of, of... Not part two of Suikoden. Not Suikoden, part two. Right. That's just Suikoden. Suikoden. The Tadpog podcast. Yeah. Episode two of our part Suikoden two. series. Yeah, episode two of Question Mark. Of Suikoden series, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's probably gonna be a long series. So we've got we've got Josh. I had to bring on one half of Tadpog Sweethearts, Josh Nance. Hi guys, hey Josh, how are you? I'm great. Yeah, yeah. How's uh, baby sweetheart? Uh, she's doing great too. Good. Yeah. I'm glad. She's she's all cozied up at Josh Fort Castle right now. Excellent. That's of <laughs> course what I named my castle yeah. in Suikoden Good. as well. As, so. as you should. So what? Why don't we let's lead off with that story? How about that? Okay. I'm Dave. We, we did not explain Josh Fort Castle, <laughs> and now we can do this. <laughs> let's right. do it. I'm your beard host, Tyler. All right, we're done. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for coming over, Josh. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> all right. So yeah, we're doing Suikoden. If you listen to the last one, don't jump in on part two. Listen to part one first. Yeah. But, yeah. Also, before we get down and dirty on some Suikoden, how spoilery is this one going to be? I think this should, we had a, an overview episode right. for the first yeah, one. Yeah, part one is pretty much mechanics, and then us talking about, I think, probably like coming for a few minutes. Well, yeah. I, I think it depends on you, Dave. How far have you gotten? I don't want to spoil anything for you. Um, I've completed the first war. So maybe, I don't know, is that like maybe halfway through the game? I don't know. I think it's a little less because once you oh, hit that first... Well, I'm talking like 40%. Because once you hit that first war, yeah. now they're going to start coming in more rapid succession. More wars. There's just a lot leading yeah. up to you building your force up that strong. Okay. All right. So yeah, there's, that's where I am. About 40% into the game. Okay. So we'll we'll spoil 40% of it. All right. Well, yeah, I'd say with this is... Not a spoiler-free episode. This will have spoilers in it because we're talking about the experience of the game thus far. I specifically ask because I know that Zeus Laser is playing the game. Ah. And he was also watching me play the game on Twitch. 
Uh, and he had a really, probably one of the funniest jokes I've ever read in Twitch chat, which was, he said, uh, I noticed that the main character from where I'm playing right now is no long, nowhere to be seen in your party. Engage cognitive dissonance. <laughs> I'm assuming he was talking about Ted. Oh, uh, <laughs> mm, yep, yep. So, yeah, so there we go. That's why I asked. I, look, I'll be real with you. I personally don't care if you spoil things for me, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't want to spoil things for Zeus. So I think, well, spoilers, so Zeus, this says spoilers up until you finish the first war. Once you finish the first war, so let's, let's the episode this far. Hey, we're going to spoil things up until the first war. Once yeah. you pass that, come listen to this episode. Well, And we'll... Because we're not going to... Are we going to jump right in this week again? Are we going to just jump right... Are we going to start right yeah, now? We'll do this package. All right. Package, okay. So don't, Zeus, don't leave yet. Don't this leave. Is, this don't is the leave. podcast we're doing exclusively <laughs> for Zeus that he can't listen to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dearest Tyler and Dave, cult slash not really cult leaders and creators of the motherfucking Tadpog Nation. Prom was great. This is a special group of people. Sorry to have missed the bearded one himself on Saturday. Yes, I'm sorry. As I told Dave, I'm sending you what objectively may be considered the shittiest game on the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. It's Hydlide for the NES. Oh, yeah. As an apology for the abject horror, I wanted to send you each a token of my esteem. Since I am still a hardcore NES guy and love ROM hacks, I sent you one I think you'd enjoy the most. For Tyler, the copy of Mother slash Earthbound Zero. Nice. nice. And for Dave, the ghost and goblin hacks, the ghost and goblins hack that makes it better, faster, and more difficult. Awesome. All right. Hope you guys enjoy them. Love you guys and the whole nation. Hope to see you again next prom if it happens. Dig Dougie. Thanks, Dig Dougie. It was nice to meet you at prom. Also, I want to point out we have other packages and that we normally take in order, but I forgot to bring any of them and Josh showed up with a package. (laughs) So, (laughs) oh man, those are on like real carts. That's awesome. I just dug out my oh, yeah. my NES. Yeah, Mother 25th Anniversary Edition. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Pretty that badass. Is that is nice, yeah. There you go. On a red cartridge, Dave. Ghosts, ghouls and ghosts, all Hallows' Eve. Ooh. All right. And Josh here. You can have you. this copy of Hideline. Yeah, because we will never play <laughs> there it. There you go. Ooh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, oh, I've, I've oh, heard about this. Looks fun. There's a dragon. Oh, here's, there, there are hmm. dust sleeves for all of them. Excellent. So we got uh, Ghouls and Ghosts, All Hallows' Eve, Mother One, and um, a third dust cover uh, with a game in it, maybe. (laughs) I've heard about this ROM hack, this Ghosts and Goblins ROM hack. Um, Yeah, I am excited to play it, but uh, I have fallen down, I've fallen down the rabbit hole. As Tyler calls it, I'm chasing my bliss. Uh, Man, I've been doing high score chase on Paperboy because it's the high score challenge game of the month of Retro Gaming Monthly, Stephen Michael's Facebook group. Anyone listening, if you're not in that group, check it out. It's it's really cool. Um, I love Paperboy to begin with. I have never score chased in that game before. Yeah. It, it's always been about just get to the end of the week. Like yeah. I've never, yeah. never score chased. But I just started because... It's the game that we're doing this month, and uh, I really love it. Like, I really, really love it. Um, I know not everyone has submitted their scores to, like, Twin Galaxies, but um, my high score would put me at ninth place in Twin Galaxies, their leaderboard. But like like I said, I know not everybody has done it because I've seen YouTube 
videos of someone like with a score in that range too, and it's like they're not on Twin Galaxies list. I wish there was something like um, oh, they got to do that shit properly and submit it. Don't Billy Mitchell it. Right, exactly. Which is why I, I I've been playing it on my in my hacked NES Classic, and um, I dug out the NES because I've got paper. I've got the cartridge. And I dug it out because I was like, well, I mean, if this, if I'm going to submit this as a score, like I need to play it like it's I got to play it legit. Yep. Um, so I've been I dug it out and I hooked it up and I was like, this looks like shit. Never mind. I'm just going to play the emulated <laughs> version because it looks like a million times better. Mm-hmm. And I want to stream it. So uh, that's what that's what I've been doing. That's why I have only played five and a half hours of week in this week. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. Again, what makes you happy? Because I know Suikoden did not make you happy this week. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't make me happy this week. And it's kind of one of those where it's like, um, it doesn't help that I dread playing it. <laughs> that's, so that's oh. like certainly not helpful. Just because the emulator? Uh, because, yeah, I'm emulating it on the probably the worst PlayStation emulator in the fucking world. Because it's like, if I if the controller disconnects... I got to shut the emulator down and start it back up for yeah. it to, to read. Yeah. And it's like, also, mm-hmm. I was playing and like, I went through this long sequence where you can't save, like right before mm-hmm. the, the first war. I got through that and I'm going around this castle and then it just crashed. Uh, uh, so I had to do yeah, it. Because you made it through like your, everything was perfect. Your first time on the first war, like you aced mm, it. No, no, it, no, it, I didn't. Well, no one died. That's the important. No one permanently died and you won on the very first time. No, right? no, no. I got the, the first game over screen ever. So this is, oh. okay, this is maybe a continuation of part one because I feel like yeah, yeah, this yeah. is mechanics. Yeah, okay. Because I hadn't played a war yet. I knew that there were wars in the game and Tyler, you talked about them mm-hmm. on, on part one. Um, I don't like them. No, see, I love them. I don't like them. You mentioned that they're rock, paper, scissors, which I don't like. Uh, (laughs) The first time I went through, this is the very first time I've seen the game over screen in Suikoden. It's because I lost the war, and it's like, game over. You lost paper, rock, scissors. Game (laughs) over. I mean, I wish I could say this has something to do with your skill, but it doesn't. It was yeah, it yeah, was just yeah. bad luck, homie. I'm sorry. Game over. <laughs> I, it's I, like, feel like, I can see that. I feel like the wars get a little easier and toward the end. If, if when you have doing, more recruits, it's a if lot you're doing easier. the more recruiting, uh, the the more characters you recruit, the bigger your army is. Sure. Uh, and also the more options you've got. Like once you get the dragon knights to like oh I forgot to do about the like a bombardment knights. and everything. Like it's just there's a there's you've got so many more options. Well, so you're not like. You're you're not married to that paper rock scissors. You know you you have different exploits. You can send uh, you know ninjas in. You can. I've got thieves uh, that yeah. don't do a good job of telling me what the the enemy is going to do. Mm-mm. But I like that. I like that I'm going to have more options. But what I yeah. don't like is shouldn't the earlier battles be easy and the later battles be hard? They're, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, the enemies do get harder. But like I said, the, the if luck right now it's like ninety percent luck, ten percent strategy, and it just yeah. the those balances. Okay, sway. right. And right. and if you do if you do all the recruiting that you possibly can, which I have, then been. that gives you a distinct advantage and over the enemy. So like it does the difficulty does scale, but if you're doing the recruiting, your the the power compensation is greater than that. So I do like when uh, I do like when you are battling in the wars, uh, you your recruits show up and like groups mm-hmm. like what is one of them like battle beauties 
I believe was yeah. like the yeah. name yeah. of a three person. All the hot girls. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, let's put hot in air quotes <laughs> because Vicky is not in that group. <laughs> oh, okay. Because Vicky's trait isn't her beauty, it's her brains. That's true. So. Yeah, that's what I like about her. <laughs> so so you'd probably like Swigget and Two's wars more because each of your recruits has attack, defense, and like a skill, and you build three-person parties yeah. that you can then move like on a grid. That's more I, like Shining Force. Yeah, 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 yeah I like that. Shining Force, I like that. Fire Emblem, yeah, that sort of. Everyone has told me in Twitch chat so far that Suikoden 2 is better, and then I would probably like Suikoden 2 better. I shouldn't say everyone has said that, but I've heard that. Mm-hmm. And um, I think they're telling me that based on... This essentially this feedback that I'm giving you right now, where yeah. it's like this paper rock scissors luck bullshit is the worst because <laughs> it's like before the war, it's like the save point is like a battle back. Yeah, it's like way yeah, across yeah. the map, so it's like you lost because of luck. Uh, and you just kind of fighting before you know it. You're like talking to somebody like, yeah, oh, here we go, and right. you're in a war. Yeah, so. it's a, yeah, exactly. It's like that <laughs> Seinfeld bit. You're in the luge, and it's like, ah, <laughs> I don't want to be in the war. Whoosh, 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 silver. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> so, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like, it could have just been like, if you just at least let me save right before the war so that when I lose by bad luck, I don't have to go and play, I know it sounds silly, but 15 minutes, you know, like to get back to the point. Oh, I no, was that's at. a that's an eternity in today's. Yeah. Today's <laughs> yeah. I mean, it felt like it honestly felt like a slap in the face. Uh-huh. Like, you motherfuckers. Like, I, you have to replay in a story bit, too. Like, there's a story bit in there where I just have to keep mashing X mm-hmm. until it gets all mm-hmm. the way through it. Um, so I didn't I didn't ace it the first time. I aced it the second time. Oh, okay. And then the game crashed. Yeah. And then I had to do it a third time. Yeah, that's understandably frustrating. But that's not the game's fault. I don't hold the game... Like I don't hold the game accountable for my fucking. It does take the wind out of your sails, though. But yeah, it does kind of sour my mood, which of course affects how I feel about things. But I mean, Suikoden One, I feel like lays down the strongest, best roots for a series, and then Suikoden Two is the one that jumps in there and fine tunes and improves on literally every aspect of the game. What I like so far about Suikoden is the recruitment. Yep. I think that's really neat. I think it's neat that they have a whole bunch of characters. I think it's neat that some of those characters have interesting interactions mechanically and through the narrative. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite part of the game. Like that's, I feel like that's the strength of the game. But I feel like that strength is undercut because I'm constantly getting frustrated because, and I hope this changes, mm-hmm. I'm getting frustrated because it's like I meet these interesting characters and then they're like, but we're going to force a party on you. And you get to fill in the slots with like two people, and it's it happens less often later on. Yeah, okay. And I won't say it stops. Sure, but it happens less often. And I get it; they need certain characters in there to push the narrative because it's like if you just have six random ass characters in your group, like mm-hmm. that have different, you know, storyline yeah. backstories, like you can't make a narrative out of that. Because most oh. of the time, you'll have like one or two. Um, I can think of several places where you just make your own, but then of course at the very end you have two characters forced on you as well, so you can't have your dream party at the end either. Although they're two characters I would have taken anyway. 
So it didn't didn't bother me very much. I wonder if that's why they gave you the option to have six party members because you had to have so oh, many. Yeah, yeah, and, and it had certain key story points. So it's uh, it, they they added a couple extra slots just so you could have a little have more some customization. Yeah. And I I do like the six party system, the six person party mm-hmm. system. I think that's really neat. Um, it's just, I don't know. It bums me out a lot of times. Cause it's like, oh man, if only I had one more slot, mm. I could have like, I don't know. And I would never be satisfied. You could have Kai though. And then have your United tag. Yeah. To, I would yeah. never be satisfied because it's like, if it were a seven person party, I'd be like, oh God, if only I got to have eight people in this party, <laughs> I could have everyone. I <laughs> if only on. I could have 108 people <laughs> right. in my party. I mean, I love the 108 star concept and the recruitment and everything so much that I tried to build my first D&D game like that because mm-hmm. I made the 108 stone tablets and I would write in characters and, and things like that. Oh, yeah, like we that. had a poster board that yep. we would uh, write on the wall, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think I played in that one. Did you I? weren't in it much. Yeah, because that wasn't, that wasn't the game where I played Togiabi, is it? It was. Oh, it was. Yeah. Oh, okay. But by the time you came back to finish it, I kind of scrapped the I idea. I got you. Because, yeah, I was about to say, I remember it being more like Dragon Ball-y, you know, where yeah. it's like they were like, I can't remember what they were, but there was like a this is awful because the, the orbs. Please don't take this as an insult. But <laughs> I, I don't know. It was it was my first game. I don't know. Okay. I'm not saying it was bad. What I'm saying is I don't remember a lot of it. Uh, look, I've drank and done some other things a lot since then. <laughs> uh, but yeah, with the orbs, I remember all. I remember the orbs, which were extremely, go. extremely overpowered artifacts. Oh yeah, I don't remember because I did. lifted so much. They're they're out of the Dark Tower, and I just assigned everyone, like, gave plus 10 to a certain stat and gave, like, certain feats, and it was just, like, they were incredibly broken. And, of course, if you had all of them together, you would get the... the Summon a dragon, make a wish. Sort of. Yeah. The, the last one would appear... <laughs> I wish which, for panties. <laughs> the, the last one would appear that had um, one divine rank in it. So whoever, you know... But, of course, Macwin wasn't there, so the rest of the party decided to destroy it. <laughs> So, <laughs> Mac, oh, was so pissed afterward. Like, yeah. why did anybody just become a god? Yeah. I would have ruined your game, man. I would have become a god like that and killed everybody. McElwain <laughs> ma- equals maximum gamer. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but I still, I would, I think a this also does lend itself really well to a and d game. I think that would so be very, announce- very fun to have all these recruits and then that whenever you recruited each one, they could bring, bring something new to your base and then so much gold that you could invest and build, like we did in your game, because I loved building uh, Alessa Lote. So, which was the equivalent of Josh Fort Castle, right? In my D and D game. All right, Josh, Josh Fort Castle. Oh, the story. Yeah, tell us the story. Okay, I, I, I was thinking we had actually already said this on an episode before, a long time ago, but no one yeah. remembers. Uh, I mean, there's not much to say. The the. Good story. Te- good yeah. storytelling so far. Under promise, <laughs> over deliver. Perfect. Josh has already hit us with. I think we've told this story, and there's not much to it. <laughs> I, I, wasn't, I wasn't expecting to tell the story again, but um, <laughs> you weren't. No. You weren't. I'm sorry. You I brought guys. you over here to talk. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I annoyed you with my friendship. <laughs> Uh, so you get an option once you gain your castle. Uh, you kill the dragon, you get the castle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get the option to name it, right? It doesn't say, it, it just says, like, name your castle. So yep. uh, I'm like, okay, Josh Castle. My <laughs> name's Josh, it's Josh Castle. <laughs> well, Josh Castle doesn't fit <laughs> in the I'm going to interrupt just to say, 
that is fucking adorable. <laughs> like that is Thanks. like that is adorable. I like that. Um, I mean, this was this was at a time. Like I want to say we started out with like Shining Force, but there's no way Shining Force is fitting. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, now this was at a time where you just uh, uh, you just name your characters after all your friends, right? You name all mm-hmm. the that's Final Fantasy uh six three was just a list of all my friends. Yep. You know that that's uh, what we did. But you can't uh, do that in Sweden. No. Oh look at you can name the big character. man over here having sixteen friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh so so I tried Josh Castle, didn't fit, and I, I kept trying a few different iterations, <laughs> but uh, the only thing that fit was Josh Fort. God. But there was no <laughs> It was capital J, capital F, no space in between. Uh, so I didn't realize oh, after I, the fact that they put Castle after whatever you yeah, named it. Yeah, well, they did. They gave you no indication. I wish you could have done Josh Castle yeah. then. Like, quickly, we, we must return to Josh Castle Castle. I should have just named it Castle. I mean, I could have I could have put Ty Castle if I had done that. But I love, because like, we are very different because I honestly think I would have sat there and been like, all right, like what? Should it be like something like Celtic for <laughs> maybe pull something from like D&D or something? I never, ever, ever would have thought like, I'll just name it Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Dave Castle. Dave Castle. <laughs> I love so, it. So yeah, uh, uh, so my castle was Josh Fort Castle. I fucking and, love and it. And thus uh, was Jacob's Castle and now yeah. Dave's Castle. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so it's been tradition ever since. Every playthrough, it's uh, it's become Josh Fort Castle. Again. I think so. I fucked up, though, because I put Josh Fort in all caps. All, f- all caps? Uh, I guess. Yeah. Whatever. So it's you a, have the strongest. It's uh, Josh Fort! <laughs> or maybe I'm, I'm trying to compensate. One, two, three, Josh Fort! <laughs> my castle has truck nuts on it. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Never found this. <laughs> the blacksmith, the the master blacksmith, uh, Moose. Can, May, Mace. Mace, uh, Mace can. <laughs> Moose is another uh, very skilled blacksmith. Yeah. He's the second most skilled blacksmith. I found Moss and Mies. Mm-hmm. So. There's there's Moose and Mace. Min- Moe's. Moe's, yeah. Because Mo- Moe's joins you automatically. From the office. Sp- spoilers, Moe's. Yeah, he's... <laughs> You run by the farm, and he just yeah. runs by smithing a sword. <laughs> Anytime you need him to make a sword, you have to chase him out of the barn. <laughs> you <gotta> wrestle him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Is, it, is this the... Is this or Asuka 2 the one with the squirrels? Two. Two, okay. Did you get, you get what, six squirrels in Suikana Five squirrels. Two? Is it five? Oh, yeah. Squirrels? Squirrels. 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 Is squirrels. The yeah, there are squirrels, squirrels. in the <laughs> they're, they're shape-shifting into squirrels, though. <laughs> Secret invasion, Suikana? <laughs> uh, I learned... Because they have that combo attack with the hero. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, five squirrels and the hero, and they've got some incredible combo attack, all of them. I together. fought some squirrels in Suikoden. It, it is those flying squirrels that have little red capes. Uh-huh. You recruit one of those in Suikoden 2. Randomly, you're just walking from town to town, yeah. and you open up your in, like your menu, there's a squirrel there with you. <laughs> <laughs> Named Muku Muku. <laughs> okay, all right. I like that. So far, I've met a kobold named uh, Kuromimi. Oh, God. And kobolds are all so... They're all terrible in all this weekend in games. But I like the dialogue. Uh, because there's, he's all... <laughs> and they like, all live in big dog houses. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he's all like... Because like, it's pretty much broken English with like a grr thrown in there every now and then. It's like, I like this guy. It's English. <laughs> <laughs> then there's this other thing. All right. So look. I'm not here to shit on Suikoden, but I do feel like I like I need to be the voice to be like, all right, this game is 
Not a perfect game. No, I don't know. It constantly does this to me, too, where it's like, oh, here's a new character that's joining your party. He's short range, but we're going to put him in the back. <laughs> yeah, yep. they did that with Kuramimi, and it's just yeah. like, yep, and it's like this big uh, like moment where he's like, I'll fight with you. No, he's just gonna cower in the back yep. because like he can't, li- he literally cannot do anything. Oh, Lapan's here to kick some ass. <laughs> Put in, the in the back, right? <laughs> yeah, back of the bus, fish. <laughs> so I don't know. It's kind of one of those where it's like, yeah, that's. I guess that's kind of an oversight. <laughs> I, guess, yeah. I guess it is who we get into then, because you can change row. In one of the games. Oh, in, in, in mid-battle? Yeah. So you could switch them out in combat, and it's not a big deal. So, but. Yeah, that was, not oh, well. a, that was not a feature in the Sorry. first game. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dave. It's okay. It's. I mean... Then I feel like the, the inventory system, I can't remember, I feel like it's better in two. Mm-hmm. As opposed to like the Earthbound style, everybody has their own inventory, but... Yeah, there's not a shared inventory in Suikoden. Yeah, we didn't talk about that yep. on the last episode. It, that does get kind of annoying, but like... That's not a big deal. I guess it's because I've played a bunch of older RPGs where it's just kind of like, okay, this is one of those games. But it is weird considering that, like, you had a shared (laughs) inventory. It's the PlayStation 1. Right, exactly. (laughs) And it's like all these SNES JRPGs, you had shared inventory for the most part Mm -hmm. and and all that. So, So, like, the polish behind Final Fantasy VII versus Suikoden was so... I, infinitely more polish and quality of life in yes. Final Fantasy VII. And I do think, honestly, like, I think Suikoden, I think Suikoden is a good game, but I do think that it did not get the polish that it needed. No. Because, like, there are a lot of, like... You mean the stock sound effects? Yeah, <laughs> I'm all right. I talked about the stock sound effects last episode. The- See, <laughs> Josh, I don't know if you've watched, but when Dave plays and does something he you know, isn't allowed to do. God, duck won't let me do it. <laughs> yeah, they just took the they just took the error noise from Macintosh computers. They're like, that's good enough. <laughs> duck, God of forbidden. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, like I said, it, it's kind of heartbreaking because it's like I can see like the good stuff in the game, but it's like, man, if Konami would have just like just polished it, like so we could be like a really, really, really good RPG. Yeah. And I know I, I'm telling this. And, and they fixed that with Suikoden 2. But Suikoden 1, yeah, I feel like that was, hey, we've got an idea for this game. All right, here's some money. Make a game. And to cut them some slack, they don't have they didn't have any experience in RPGs. Yeah. Like this was... Cause yeah, we Konami's look, still very short on RPGs. Because so. it's pretty much what? The Suikoden series? <sighs> yeah, then I guess you got uh, like action art, like um, Vandal Hearts. Oh, that's the, right. Vandal Hearts. Thing. I forgot about Vandal yeah. Hearts. And then the next closest thing after that is Symphony of the Night. Symphony of the Night, yep. <laughs> You're right. Level, XP level up system. Yeah. I, I feel like the inventory was kind of, uh, the issue with that was kind of mitigated by the, the weapon upgrade system because you're not getting a new, right. a, a new sword. You're just every, dealing with armor yeah. and healing items. So. Right. And I do really like I do really like the blacksmith system mm-hmm. where you level up a weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really cool. Uh, the armor... I don't know. I feel like I'm constantly juggling armor. That's yep. like the big thing. It's like constantly. Because like, you do have like five different pieces of armor that you're constantly having to. Yeah. And it's through. like I'll upgrade one person's armor. And then it's like, okay, someone needs to get this hand me down. And because it's not in a shared inventory now space. Now I have to buy six <laughs> pairs of boots. <laughs> right. But then I have to give, all right, well, Tyr, give it a pair of boots to this person. I'll uh, give a pair of boots to this person. Yeah. yeah it's And way it too just clunky. shuffles around. So. And it too, again, helps it, betters it by you have multiple rune slots. You don't just have just the one. So then more magically inclined characters. Some might only have two if their magic score is low, but high enough they'll have head, left hand, right hand. I so you see. can mix up some physical okay. and That's some neat. magic. So again, yeah, another little improvement because it's very limiting, you know, 
having characters that do have a decent magic score and an attack, which way do you go? Yeah, yeah. Like like Flick. Flick has very good magic and very good attack. Which way do you go? So uh, I have not been using magic. Is that going to be a problem for me later on? I mean, like it, it's really only an issue with some enemies that are yeah. like resistant to to um, to physical damage. Like I, uh, if I remember right, uh, Necklord's Castle. Yeah, Necklord's it, very it's, resistant. It's the that's the first really time you run into Necklord's like, the king of neckbeards. Uh, Necklord <laughs> <Yeah>. is. <laughs> Is uh, a vampire, my lady. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he's a he's a vampire. You're gonna run into later. That's a, that is his name, Necklord. And for the uh, record, I think all vampires are neckbeards. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See now, I think Josh, you did it on in a call of Cthulhu. What if he's a vampire? Vampire. <laughs> vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think that's the first time you actually are going to run into physical resistant enemies. Okay. Uh, yeah, th- there there is a spike in difficulty at Nickler's Castle. That's okay. definitely true. All right. Okay. Well, I mean, I pretty much always keep a caster in the group, but they're always dealing physical damage. I mean, that's that's usually yeah. what I did when my playthroughs. I I'd keep one or two casters in and get to the boss and then just unload all yeah. the magic on. Yeah. Them. Okay. Then, all right. Yeah. I'm doing. Yeah. It, I'm playing yeah. squeaking it right. Then. Yeah. <laughs> are you keeping Cleo? Uh, I have been for the most part, but it's getting tough because here's the problem I'm running into. Everyone is telling me that I need to keep certain characters in my party, and I do not have the slots for them all because it's like I'm but, just saying if you if you just want to keep one caster around, Cleo's Cleo. a good pick because she's a solid attack and she's solid magic. And I like Cleo. She you got her yeah. from the beginning, yep. so I like her. I that's I kind of find myself gravitating to like the original crew, the Sweeken and Rat Pack, if you will, yeah. of like. Uh, pawn and uh, and I'm pawn mainly because I you told me Tyler keep pawn in your party keep him leveled up. Yep, he's badass. He, pawn, pawn is, is badass. badass. He's a monk and like yeah. his fucking boar rune or whatever is like that like pummel animation. I, I've, Josh, in the last episode, I was talking about Sweeken and bums me out with the sound effects because some of them are really good. And it's like when Pawn is attacking, like I love it's an anime like <laughs> sound, and it's like <laughs> yeah, he ends it with an uppercut. The enemy. It's so great. I mean, what's I the, what's the theory behind the 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 difference in the the sound effects? Did did like they give them to like a composer? To, to work on, but like accidentally dropped like <laughs> one, half of like the half the yeah. folder. Or <laughs> Oops. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then they're, oh shit, what do we got to do? Just, just drag and drop from, yeah. from my computer. <laughs> stock sounds, stock sounds, just grab them. I dropped half the sound effects in my chili. I don't know. We got to ship tomorrow. <laughs> See, I do now really want to run a D&D game, just a silly game where there is a lawful neutral god named Duck. <laughs> and it's just if you're if you follow duck whenever you try to do something just outside of your alignment every time no. every time you try to buy something he shows up and you, let me see your inventory unless it's bread <laughs> you can buy all the bread you want I could just picture duck shrines the duck <laughs> <laughs> just loaves of bread just loaves of bread yeah he's 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 just shoveling in his mouth you know this isn't really good for us yeah <laughs> <There's no nutritional. laughs> it's not nutritious enough it fills our stomachs up and we can't get the nutrition we need. You know an awful lot about duck nutrition. Don't <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you guys? Didn't you guys have that class? I did get my degree in duck nutrition. <laughs> <laughs> what to feed and how to prepare ducks. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, do you saying? think... 
I'm the, sorry the to only... bring it back to Duck God, and, I, and like, but like uh-huh. I got to get in here right now. We never left Duck God, can, baby. Yeah, can we put a pin in that? I'm just going to trample <laughs> over everything about the game you're just about to say to put a pin in this to say. How do you think the Duck God feels about the Goose God? Are they oh, because the Goose God's chaotic, chaotic, yeah. evil, just attack everything. <laughs> <laughs> the Goose God's like it's like all, like all prayers to the Goose God are about terrorizing toddlers. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Pretty Goose God, my good. my three year old has been acting up. Please send the flock. <laughs> All right, to the, the, the bird god game. We're, we're gonna have to do it. All right, I'm down. I love it. Let's build this pantheon. <laughs> you know, you could do that. You could build a pantheon based on waterfowl. <laughs> Never mention waterfowl at all and just be like, here's a pantheon. And no one would know the difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the, the god of flying, Albert Ross. <laughs> Not the god of landing. No. <laughs> I'm sorry, you were saying that's, before. That's Penguin. Yeah. Because <laughs> Pawn is. Pawn is badass. The only thing that later on his effectiveness goes down because you cannot unequip the boar rune from him. So there are much better runes that let you do more damage and don't unbalance you and things like that. So he, I'd say the last quarter of the game, he really starts to fall behind. I got you. I liked uh, I liked Valeria. Yeah, but no, Valeria's got OP rune. She's, good. She's rune, good through the whole game. Yeah, because like it doesn't give the unbalanced uh, mm. status effect, which... I mean, is that's nice. It's nice. I was sad when she, because they kind of, spoilers, we're in spoiler territory. Yep. Right now. So Zeus, love you, man. And begin. <laughs> uh, there's a section where, like, Valeria leaves the party. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still trying to be kind of spoiler free. She leaves the party, and it's like, God damn it. She's got, like, she's my best right now, because yeah. she can equip a shield. <laughs> yep. And she has a an awesome rune. I can't remember what it's called. Falcon. Falcon rune, that's right. Falcon over boar. Yeah, I, I don't know how the hell I could forget that because I would often say Falcon rune and then it didn't work. But uh, but like, yeah, she deals it, like... You look over and Henry's just shaking his head. No, I, I play Sweet It In when he's in bed. It's a shame game. Yeah. We, we also mentioned before... Um, because we started out, of course, this is a game that Ashley Shake brought into brought into our world. Cockmaster. And oh, and wow. his, his penchant for saying things the way he likes to say things. So he called this game Sweetikin. And that's what stuck for a very long time. Which sounds like a Street Fighter move. Sweetikin. Sweetikin. <laughs> Which it, I believe, Josh, it was you who were just like, you were the first one to really to look at the like disc. actually read the box. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait, wait a minute. You know, that's not how, there's the D and the K are... Reverse. <laughs> so you started saying Sawikin, and at first it was the weirdest thing in the uh, world to me. Dude, Josh, do you just mean Sawikin? <laughs> just say Sawikin. I love the game series. I'm going to give it the respect I want. It's Sawikin. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, well, Josh is right. I do love this game. I should call it what, it's, what it says. <laughs> What was Shake's response? Did he does he still to this day call it Sweetica? Yeah, he was he was like, guys, have you heard about this game Lunar? <laughs> <laughs> Let me get the soundtrack on vinyl. <laughs> I, I really, I bet he does. I bet he still says Sweet again. I love, I hope that he does. <laughs> <laughs> Especially now that he knows he's fluent in Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, what else are we going to cover with the game? I think that's probably it. That's it? That's good? Yeah, All right. I feel like we probably did. We talked about one character, a couple <laughs> runes, Duck God, 
That's then, really, yeah, hit all, we, we hit everything. New, we yeah. got a new religion. Yep. Yeah. Some, some we calls. do have to, the Funky Kong religion, now the Duck God and the Goose God. It's true, yeah. I just kind of let Funky Kong religion kind of die, Josh. I hope you don't mind. <laughs> it, it, it evolves. It yeah. evolved into Duck God religion. We'll sneak Funky Kong into the, the waterfowl pantheon. I like that. Or he's the oppressor. He's Ooh, the oppressor. Yeah. yeah. There we yeah, go. They need, uh, they need one, yeah. Then we can make the primate pantheon. Get Grape Ape in there. Yeah. <laughs> Magilla. Yeah. yeah, yeah, dude, you're on a, on a roll. The guy from the Rock of Fire Pizza fucking stadium events. Billy Bob. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the Rock of Fire Explosion. That's what it's that's what it's called, right? Because it was showbiz and then the but the bear the well he was a bear, but it was Billy Bob. Billy Bob's right. a bear, but one of Was there an, was there, there a monkey? There is an, an animatronic gorilla in one of those bands. Damn. I, I'm remembering it, but I don't know if I'm remembering it because Dave just implanted this false memory. <laughs> <laughs> Kenna was so sad when we told her there weren't robots at Chuck E. Cheese anymore. Oh. Oh. What? No more robot? All the robots? <laughs> no more Chuck E. Cheese? No, Chuck E. Oh. Cheese. You should what buy about one. the man in the costume? No, the man in the costume is still there. <sighs> okay. At least there's that. What about the chef costume robot that plays drums? No, no more of him. The moon? No, gone. Oh, that breaks my heart. To yeah. Said. Oh. Hey. Hey. Uh, I'm, lo- I'm <laughs> looking. Good, I'm looking up. I'm looking up Gorilla Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> but uh, fun coincidence. Uh, I accidentally typed in Gorilla Cuck E. Cheese. <laughs> a, a very different restaurant. <laughs> Not for kids. Bring your wife. <laughs> Bulls only. No, I'm telling you, bring your wife. <laughs> I feel like uh, Harry from Harry and the Hendersons need to be on this like gorilla pantheon, like some sort of in between. Oh yeah, like, he uh, demigod of some sort. Yeah, he has good relations with the humans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, unless it's John Lithgow, <laughs> he's pissed off that he got punched. <laughs> well, and the smart one has to be Doctor Zayas, right? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. all right, yeah. I like it. Don't worry. We can continue. You guys can continue to do this podcast. I'm going to continue. <laughs> I don't do, know if I can. <laughs> I'm going to continue to do my gorilla research. <laughs> I feel like anytime I don't look something up while we're recording, someone says, you know, you have the internet. You're like, yeah, you're right. This is what happens when I stop to look things up. <laughs> I mean, we, whenever I move things out, we may or may not have the internet for an episode or two. So we'll have to see. So we'll, we'll have to do like the, the playground talk. Like yeah. Yeah. Uh, we just discuss rumors yeah. and how to get how to get. <laughs> this General is what Leo. I heard. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know you could get General Leo in Sugiden? <laughs> Did you know? I think we made that joke last last <laughs> episode. <you>? Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you guys know that there is a restaurant where mommy and daddy go to, and daddy comes home weirdly happy, but also kind of sad. I don't know. <laughs> I hear the pizza's not great. <laughs> it, it's a restaurant. Cocky Jesus. <laughs> You'll leave crying. <laughs> it's a restaurant that daddy thought really thought he wanted to go to. <laughs> <laughs> where a dad can make a huge mistake. <laughs> Daddy doesn't look at mommy the same way anymore. I don't know. <laughs> hey, kids, make sure you set your rules before you come in. <laughs> <laughs> you must be this emotionally stable must, to ride. <laughs> you must have this little, this amount of communication about your needs and and boundaries. <laughs> uh, because if you don't. You're going to get mad when your wife gets <laughs> fucked by Fats Geronimo, the keyboard playing gorilla of the Rock of Fire explosion. Right. Band. The big purple thing. 
I was thinking it was just like another of Grimace's species. So yeah, but no, it's a gorilla. Have you seen original Grimace? Has anyone here seen original Grimace Mm-mm. with like multiple arms and stuff? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. You should look at. You should look it's it up. Pretty frightening. Yeah. Do you, I hear Grimace is OG to... original Grimace? Oh, oh, do you know that's <laughs> yeah. what it stands for? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. That's on Tracy Morgan's new show, The Last OG. He's the last person to wear the Grimace costume. It's kind of like Batman. Uh, it's like whoever wears the cowl is Batman. Uh, whoever yeah. wears the purple suit is Grimace. <laughs> and apparently, Grimace is a milkshake. I think that's kind of the the lore because you got like the Fry Kids, mm. Mayor McCheese. I've always heard that Grimace is a milkshake. <laughs> I don't know if that's what, true or not. Like a grape milkshake? I guess, I guess, man. I think I'm what, Grimace is I, I don't your, know. I don't Grimace know. is your fat. This theory, this theory is falling apart, man. I don't know. Well, every analogy falls apart at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I have to look into this. I don't know, Dave. I got the internet. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. That's, Ronald McDonald is your coping mechanism for... <laughs> The molestation you're you're providing, and then the fast food he buys you beforehand becomes your friends in the form of Mary McCheese, the Fry Kids, and Grimace, <laughs> Cookie Cheese, and Dark Donald. So there you dark, go. Dark Donald, uh, also a god in the Waterfowl Pantheon. <laughs> dark, dark Donald. <laughs> it's the racist Donald from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> yes. What happened to Huey, Dewey, and Louie? Slave trade. <laughs> they were trafficked. <laughs> They're probably working at Cucky Cheese. Right? <laughs> Dressed in gorilla suits, fucking wives. <laughs> They're they wet wipers down at Cucky Cheese's. <laughs> wet wipers. <laughs> yes. Although I do like Josh's idea where the three of them are standing on each other's shoulders <laughs> in a giant gorilla costume. <laughs> hey, this gorilla has a child dick. Waiter! <laughs> I didn't come to Cucky Cheese's for anything less than eight inches. Oh, no. No, that's that's wrong. I've seen that video. You know which video I'm talking about. I don't. What video? Of the gr- what? Of Huey, Dewey, and Louie, the DuckTales. Oh, tales. yeah. The, the, you know what I'm talking about. The real-life DuckTales? You kn- yeah, you, kn- you know. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I'll have a link to that in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> Their dicks are enormous. Yeah, you're right. I forgot. I forgot about that. Also, I feel like we need to mention, we'd be doing Tadpog Nation and in, in Injustice if we did not mention the fact that Harambe needed to be in the primate pantheon. <sighs> He's yeah. the he's the god of he's the god of death, death? <laughs> yeah. and life. He's the god of crossed boundaries and death. <laughs> <laughs> All his followers have a vulnerability to ranged weapons, <laughs> <laughs> but they have they get a bonus to charisma. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All the best bards are followers of Harambe. <laughs> Uh, Sweetican? Harambe's, B-A-E, is what they're collectively called. <laughs> they're all female. All female. The Harambe's. <laughs> he only accepts female clergy. <laughs> all right. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like this is a very good episode on <laughs> Sweetican. <laughs> Uh, I do feel like this kind of gets back to our roots where we don't talk about the game at all. <laughs> yeah. We started off... Classic. Tag classic. We started off strong, but then we, we looped it around. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, listener. Yeah. <laughs> do you enjoy our video game podcast? Give us money. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash that bog. <laughs> uh, okay. So, so, so later... <laughs> So later, so later, there's, Ted, there's war, there's, Ted, there's stuff, I don't there's know. There's a big ant. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Victor. <laughs> this episode ended. This episode ended 15 minutes oh, ago. Oh, man. A truncate silence is going to take out all of this agonizing, just like <laughs> us sitting here so, trying to think about us. Uh, gonna... Play the cup game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did uh, we talk well, about did we talk about the gambling? I don't think we did. In Sweden. Did you Just, talk to you about the other mini games too? Like the, the cooking, anything like that? I don't think well, there's cooking. Ah, oh, damn it. We should have done two. But the cup game and the dice game are in mm. one. Which I really like. It's a nice way to earn money in the game without grinding yeah. on enemies. I think that's cool. And I think they intentionally like make it where you don't have to grind. In that the gambling and then uh, how you sort of automatically catch up after a few battles to where your level should be, and then the experience tapers off in every area. And then, of course, if you're going to a straight air, if you know straight where you're going, the encounter rate goes down. Like it's all, I try. They try to avoid the most painful part of RPGs of the previous era. So, of like the Super Nintendo Genesis, what what was painful about that? I feel like in the PS1 area, so we can try to fix that. So I um the gambling reminds me of a horrible part in this game. Look, it's gonna sound I'm not trying oh, the, the worst part of Sweet and One, the worst part. I the guess. weird the weird puzzle. Yeah. The, the circular puzzle the inside s- of the pants. What's the name of the toy, the kid's toy, where it has a but it's like it's you pull a string and then air an arrow. Speaking spell. I don't is it a speaking spell where it's like the cow goes, yeah. moo. Yeah, that's yeah. a speaking spell. Yep. Um there's one of those in the game that's pretty much at the end of a dungeon, and you just like it's such a weird, out of place, jarring experience inside Lapant's mansion where you see that he's a weird guy, man. Yeah, Lapant no, is he... weird. Can you guys tell me if he's wearing a shirt or not? I can. I can't. <laughs> he's just orange. Not. No, he's just <laughs> he's just orange. He's, he's just a cape. Yeah, he's got, this, he's got his cape, and then he uh, he's <laughs> and his pants. He's a scion of of a of a monkey god. He's half orangutan, <laughs> so that's why he's covered in orange hair. Okay, he's all orange. I mean, he's a yeah. I, he's just a super fit guy. Yeah, <laughs> just very fit orange guy. And he loves he loves speaking spells apparently because the end of uh, his mansion is just there's a giant one where you have to cross. You have to get across one, and essentially every time you try to cross it. You get on the arrow, and then it randomly spins, and then it can land on an enemy symbol. And if it lands on the enemy symbol, you fight enemies. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, whatever. It can land on a treasure symbol, where like if it lands on that, I think you get he- medicine. medicine, Yep. which is fine until it's like, I'm out of inventory space. Can I please just like yep. continue on? Mm-hmm. And it, goes, it, it takes what, you several times. Plus 10 experience, minus 10 experience, right. and then the question mark. Right, yeah, I forgot mm-hmm. about the question mark. Which gives you a... Dragon seal incense. Right, which is like a reusable healing item. You can only use in battle, yeah. Which is cool. It is, uh, it yeah. is cool. It's like a good it. item to have. Yeah. So you give it to a character that, like like Luke, say, who, or or like, or you could also give it to like Victor or Pawn, because even if you're unbalanced, you can still use still items. Use you items. can attack. Yeah. And then Luke can always heal instead of, you know, saving your magic spells and things like that. See, and I kind of like, I, I know like, okay... Clearly, like by the numbers, runes that don't physical runes that don't apply the unbalanced status effect mm-hmm. are better. Yeah, but it forces me to heal, it, which is oh, re- yeah. which is nice <laughs> because it's like, oh shit, I can't do anything with Pawn because he's unbalanced. I mean, I guess you can use medicine on somebody. <laughs> oh yeah, they need he need healing. Yeah. All right, that worked out. <laughs> because I guess really we're we're hopping all over the place yeah. as far as this first chapter goes. Yeah, sure. But yeah, you're Tyr McDowell. 
son of the son of the of General Tio, mm-hmm. you join the army mm. under Tio. You get a mission from the Emperor Barbarossa and his court or his courtesan, Lady Wendy, um, and you start working for a total shitbag. You can uh, tell by his portrait. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah super tropey, like b- bad guy. Uh-huh. Uh, going from town to town until there's an attack that you can't overcome, and your best friend Ted suddenly pulls out this ultimate black magic rune just out of his ass and destroys everything. I want to talk about that battle where Ted does that too. By yep. the way, because it's one of those battles in a JRPG that you cannot win. Right. Yep. 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 Like it's sto- by story, you can't win it. And this battle has fucked me up in Suikoden because, like, now every boss battle, because bosses in this game have way too many hit points. Yep. I mean, it is just like every battle. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I don't know, man. Maybe like eighty percent through, and I'm like, am I supposed to lose this battle? Am I just wasting? <laughs> am I wasting resources? Yeah, should yeah, I? Yeah. Should I back off? Should I? And it's like, ooh, I don't know, because like all of them have like. Either that or my weapons are, like, severely underpowered. I keep them to the max that my blacksmith in the castle can do. Yeah. But it's, like, still, man, I mean, it is, like, the boss battles are round after round after round. Yeah. Which is good because, I mean, it's a boss battle. It should be big and epic. But at the same time, like, it gets to a point where it's like, oh, did I, am I supposed to lose am this? Am I? Yeah. yeah. You know, you're totally right. It is kind of, th- as I a trope, the you only, have to die in RPGs. Yeah. I think that's the only instance in okay. this game. That's good to know. Then I that I can recall. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I can't think of any. So yeah, don't but, don't 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 lose any more boss fights. All right, you got it, <laughs> boss. But when he when Ted uses his rune, that basically sends a signal flare up to Lady Wendy, who everybody discusses. They don't really like her anyway. She has some weird control over Barbarossa. Well, it's probably her square hamburgers. He, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People love the meat hanging over the edge. Yeah, they yeah. love it. It's good. Uh, so it turns out that Wendy has been hunting Ted down, and Ted's been in hiding and not using his rune, the cursed rune. 27 true runes control how the world works. 27 and what? 27 true runes. True runes, okay, gotcha. And all runes come, other runes come from those 27 true runes. So when two true runes love each other. Yeah. Very much. Which a true rune? Go on. <laughs> true runes are different in that they're sentient. They choose their users. Uh, they have powers and abilities beyond normal runes, and typically they grant their whoever wields them. Uh, they're immortal, not you, invulnerable, but immortal. They're very. They're rare, right? They're only yeah. They're only twenty seven. There's twenty seven of them 27. in the in the world. In the world. How many cucky cheese tickets does it take to get one from behind the prize <laughs> counter? <Ooh. laughs> Way less than it would take to actually buy one. Wrong. Or way more. Wrong. It's 69. I don't. What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect setup. I don't understand. Just how much does it cost? Your marriage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also acceptable. <laughs> your marriage and how you view your wife for the rest of your life. Yeah. It's true. I don't even want to tell you where the tickets come out of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then let's see. And then as... As Ted is getting taken away, he he can't let Wendy get this rune. Like, things would be over if she got this rune. So he very quickly apologizes but gives it to the main character and says, you know, he's sorry to give him this burden. You're a problem now. Yep. Yeah. Before Ted disappears. But he is nice about it. And Ted is like, uh, as Jacob of Wolf, Fight, Wolf Fighting fame put it when, we, when he was watching me play, uh, sweet Ted, I believe is what he referred mm-hmm. to him as. Because Ted is very sweet. Ted is like... 
almost unbearably sweet because I remember when I was playing it, I was like, this Ted guy is way up my ass. <laughs> like, he's the back up. And a that's bit. Grimio's job. <laughs> <laughs> I can't have two male characters up my ass. <laughs> I don't need, I mean, I don't need two bottoms. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> But of course, what I love that in Suikoden Four, what I think is the coolest part of Suikoden Four, which is generally considered the worst of the series, is it's a prequel in which Ted uh, is recruitable. Is that the uh, subtitle of the game? Suikoden Four. Four. Ted's back. You can get Ted. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> you can get. Uh, I never, I never played Four. Uh, I did a little I, I bit. I really enjoyed One, Two, and Three. Yep. Uh, never, never played Four though. Four. I enjoyed it up until I got a ship, and then it was just like. Monotonous over the then they kind of toss out oh reasonable random encounter rate I don't know this is we get in four we're gonna jack that fucker up mm. and then it's just constant random battle after random battle in just vast blue oceans where you're just sailing from one place to the other <laughs> like it was awful uh, now I want to go back and do it yeah because I want to play it but. Finding a copy of Sweet and Four is very difficult. Oh really? Yeah. I imagine three is probably hard too. Well, three is on. Um, PlayStation Store. Ah. So one, two, and three, you're pretty good at, good for. But four, four, five, and tactics. Yeah. Unless you want to play it on the PlayStation Four. Yeah, well, yeah that's yeah. what I got. You can't. Which is fucking, a real fucking stupid. I hate that, man. I don't want to emulate this game, but I want. I I would rather emulate it than play it on my PS3. <laughs> like I mean, it's just like I don't want to do it. It sounds like it's going to blow up at any moment. Like that is the loudest console I own. And it's our YouTube machine in the living room, mm -hmm. and my son would literally have a fit if he like could not watch uh, Hobby Kids or any of any other YouTube's fantastic program. Oh, Kenna's jam is um, creepy, creepy doll videos. Oh, <laughs> really? there are, yeah, yeah. There are four different. She loves two things: showbiz robots and creepy dolls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got uh. quite the daughter. I know, I know. But she loves. Um, it's like Abigail. Basically, there are these four YouTube families, and there are families of like four or five, super hokey, playing it up, all self-produced, where they sort of banded together, and each of them have a creepy or haunted doll given to them by the doll maker. Ted. <laughs> by Ted. <laughs> and it's all the dolls controlling them, the dolls ruining their life, they have to take the doll somewhere, it's a creepy, put very shoddily put-together doll or an American Girl doll that's all white. Kenna just fucking loves these videos. Loves them to death. To the point where, like, she wants to play, like, with the very bad acting, like, in the YouTube videos, <laughs> to where, Dad, Daddy, let's play Creepy Doll. And she'll have, like, a piece of paper. Daddy, I got this note that says, waiting at home... It's Abigail, a doll we had to take care of? <laughs> Who would have sent us this? What does it mean? <laughs> and she like looks very confused and shrugs her shoulders. I don't know, Daddy. Could there be a doll at our house? <laughs> You're a good dad. You're yeah. a good dad. And I try to do That's it. Sweet. I do it as much as I can until I start laughing and she gets pissed off. Daddy, don't laugh. Start over. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy, I got this note. <laughs> I'm a bad dad. I, I would I would be like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> go ask mom. <laughs> I don't know, can I should we go home and see? Yeah, I think we should. I hope it doesn't follow us around and make us take it places. <laughs> 
I constantly have to um, remind Henry that we are not like Ryan. Are you familiar with Ryan? Oh, my God. On YouTube. <laughs> and that uh, he can't have 100 motorized cars because we're poor and Ryan is not poor. Yep. <laughs> Just give me a pool full of these water beads. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Daddy, why don't you have a hundred blind bags for me to open? <laughs> so we get in. So we get in. Ted. So then the then the main character. I have an achievement. Better off Ted. Uh, in order to unlock better Perfect. off Ted, uh, you, all you have to do is your emulated version of the game crashes. Because <laughs> uh, the main now you have to conceal the Soul Eater from Wendy, who's using the full resources of this massive empire to try and get the Soul Eater. So the main hero has no choice but to go underground and join the resistance. And Literally. also, there's no restriction on using the Soul Eater. You can, right. You can use it. I don't know what Ted was so afraid yeah, of. Yeah, because it's called like the cursed rune that has power over life and death. Yeah, I was scared to use it. Yeah. Yeah. And it also backfired on me because the our boss strategy we were talking about earlier, where it's like save all your rune stuff until you get to a boss and then blast it with runes backfired on me because I didn't realize the soul leader does nothing to bosses yeah. like because or what it's, some spells, it's instant yeah. death ability like deadly fingertips or whatever yeah, yeah. oh I see right because it's gonna there are some scale there it's, you, like, you it's later some, ones like, do damaging huge ones. damage yeah. yeah I got you okay but, oh, I think eventually, like the rune will. I feel like eventually it levels up, and you'll get it'll basically your get a weak, new spell. Your weak stability will fall off, and you'll get a new spell. That's okay, even more powerful. Cool. Great, because yeah, I don't like. I don't know, man. I, I feel like the Soul Eater right now is like the worst rune in the game because <laughs> it's like I don't know. You can just choose an enemy on the battlefield that dies, which is cool, mm. I guess. But it's like when I'm fighting squirrels, it's like it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> Victor's gonna hit him with a sword and it's gonna die. So, <laughs> so yeah, no, it do, it does. It gets better, Dave. It all gets right. better. Okay, all right, all right. I have high hopes that hopefully they won't be crushed. Oh, uh, let's see. And once you join the resistance. It's it's all it's all good. They don't trust you at first. You yeah. have to prove yourself because they realize, oh, you're T.L. McDowell's son. Fuck off, kid. Yeah. You're an imperial dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, of course, like Victor takes you in, which I love Victor. Victor is one of my favorite characters in the entire Sweden series. He's kind of like a he's kind of like a thief that isn't a thief. Yeah. Like well, his class he's a strength-based thief. <laughs> yeah. But he is very much like he's a he's a grifter type. Yeah. Cause like he he's the one who like sneak smuggles you, traffics you uh, <laughs> across the across come on, the border. Come on, little boy. <laughs> right. Yeah, because it's it's Victor and then Flick of the Blue Lightning, which he's your lawful good, straight, doesn't really trust you, but he'll go with what Odessa says. Probably the most anime character absolutely. in, in the absolutely. game. Absolutely. The fact that he calls himself the Blue Lightning <laughs> is like, uh, it's an He wears all blue. And, uh -huh. yeah. He will only continue to soon dare further. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so. right? Uh, because it's Konami, I wonder if it's like, is he kind of reminds me of Richter a little bit in the way he looks. See, he reminded me of Kakashi. But that might, he looks more, well, he even looks more Kakashi in uh, two. Really? Yeah. Does he wear like a thing over his eye or something? Well, he's got, he's got a blue bandana. He's got kind of Kakashi hair. I and, you. Yeah. <laughs> Always putting his fingers Li in kids' butts. Lightning abilities, putting his finger in kids' butts. What's that called? That Japanese A thousand prank? years of death. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a, th that's like a real thing. That's like a real thing. Right? We've talked about that on yeah, the show. Yeah, we've all put our finger in kids' butts. Yes, it's a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. The 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 prank thing where you like you do like 
here's the church, here's the steeple, and then like you ram those fingers up someone's butt. Sexual assault of a thousand people. Now, Boom. Don't worry, I'll halt this podcast so I can Google what this thing is called. <laughs> uh, then there's Humphrey, who is. I don't. Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about, Dave. Do you need somebody to talk to? Did this happen to you? I'm talking right. I'm talking right now. I'll show you on the creepy doll where the Japanese man touched me. <laughs> Because then you've got Humphrey, who is a super strong tank, very slow, but he is totally silent. He's the silent Bob. He's the silent Bob of this game because he only talks when it's something like, yeah. (laughs) It's like really important because like I remember when Flick shows up later, his main dudes are Sanchez, uh, who totally looks like if Ellen DeGeneres was one of the rebels on Hoth. (laughs) 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 And then you have Humphrey, who is like there to be silent for the entire game until he tells you something important. About flick, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, it's real. I because I very much base my D and D character Dacron off of of Humphrey, who just carries the biggest sword in the game and is very silent. He's Teddy Roosevelt anime, <laughs> <laughs> which is an anime I'd watch. <laughs> Hell yeah! And we'll call that Teddy Roosevelt anime. <laughs> Concho. It's called Concho. Uh, that's what Kagashi does. It's usually things that kids do to each other, but Kagashi is uh, a pedophile. So uh, he does it to he does it to kids. There is an, a weird thing in one very it's a common episode prank. of Boruto, which I thought was weird. <laughs> that that Kakashi does that is kind of weirdly pedophilic and kind of weird. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> um let's see who else. And then Odessa the leader. Then spoilers as you're doing missions. The Empire eventually finds you, and... I found Concho strategy and tips, if you guys... Uh, <laughs> Perfect. If I could interrupt this week in the podcast... Uh-huh. You mean make it better. <laughs> it's uh, it's called Concho Survival Guide, or How to Defend Your Butt from Japanese Children. <laughs> <laughs> there, will be an, there will be a link in the show notes. Some kind of chastity belt for your butthole. Uh, it's just like an eye patch, but it's just—it's an eye patch thong that just fits over your butthole. There is a YouTube video embedded on this page entitled "Santa and the Japanese Concho," so that's probably not going to go well. Oh. Okay, so so Japan has brought us Concho for adults or for kids, and for adults, they're sharking, which was that people randomly running up and coming on people <laughs> or tearing clothes off. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, you were saying. But don't show I... me that fucking pubic hair. Or, no. <laughs> Please pixel mosaic that out. It's gross. But uh, spoilers again uh, the Empire finds you and Odessa ends up dying and wills that Tear McDoll take over in her stead, which everyone witnesses and Flick gets pissed off. Flick leaves, but Victor's like, hey, it's what Odessa wanted. That's what we're going to do. Which I was bummed out because um, up to that point, Odessa was my waifu. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, everyone else was just um, an absolute, um, pl- just a plain girl. Plain girl. Then you meet Odessa, who is uh, brilliant, radiantly beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you dump her dead body in the sewer. Yeah, and, pre- <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> and pregnant. So, yeah, double whammy. Yeah. <laughs> That I haven't found that out yet. No spoiler. Was, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't it's know. If you, I didn't know if you no, had yet. It's fine. I, what I learned. What I learned through Chad is that um, Flick really loves her. So I'm assuming that that she's carrying that's Flick's child. Dies. Child. Flick. Yeah, he can't handle gotcha. it. She leaves. Understandably. Yeah, I guess that does make sense. Yeah. And then what? Have you had Flick in your party at all? No. No. Okay. No. Not yet. Then I won't spoil anything. All right. Okay. I have not had the blue lightning in my mm-hmm. in my party yet. <laughs> Uh, so say then from that you go and 
find your castle, build recruits, and then going town to town, doing mission for mission, trying to unite people, build up. You find the elves, you find the dwarves, which leads up to once that. Kobolds. The kobolds, Kobolds. Yeah. Leading up until the first of the five great, or the six great generals. I think there's five, but I am not the expert. Um, I was thinking five, yeah. Let's see, T.O. McDowell, Kwanda Rossman. K. Wanda Rosman. K. Wanda Rosman. Yes. <laughs> Chasm Hazel, Millich Oppenheimer. The third. Um, no, that's Steinheim, Steinheim, Ryan. Steinheim, Ryan, the third. Uh, then there's the um, Shaharazard, the girl. The lizard man. The lizard man. <laughs> um, and then I that guess, might be it, five. And then okay. Wendy? Well, Wendy's, yeah. she's the court she, magician gotcha. or whatever. So she's not an actual general. Yeah. But of course, we get in five is the prequel to where... You play as Ted. Where I, I believe Barbarossa's <laughs> in it, and it's all about their rebellion that led into their, that kingdom. I got you. So. Okay. Um, but yeah, leading up until you interfere with the conflict between the elves and uh, the dwarves... Kwanda, K. Wanda Rossman comes Wanda in Rossman. with like this evil artifact that burns down the entire elven village. Which is essentially a giant mirror yeah. that's on top of yeah. his castle. Yeah. <laughs> Just lasered him. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so then you, once once you unite the elves and the dwarves, then you have enough troops to actually go to war. Yeah, because they one hate of the great each other. Generals. For no reason. Yeah, for no reason. <laughs> at all. Like, no Even reason. Though it was, like, we don't remember why. We just don't. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, once they come together, then you storm. That was, Dave, your first war experience. Yeah, it sucked miserably. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a bad experience. And then afterward, and every every one of them plays out like this. You'll go to war, defeat the forces, and then send a smaller strike team to go take out the general. And then that's a, that's what that seemed like a duel to me. Like when I, when I got the K Wanda Rosman, it was a one on one, like yep. tier versus K Wanda Rosman. Yep. And. That's just more paper, rock, scissors, yep. <laughs> which kind of sucked. You have a little more hint because you they they say right. you have to decipher. Well, okay, by that scream in all caps, they're probably going to do they're a desperate attack. attack. Yeah, they start talking like um, like I love Stan Lee. Did wonderful things, but dialogue was not like his strong point. <laughs> like where he's saying like a character will be like, "I'll punch you." Like I mean, that's essentially <laughs> like the duels yeah. and. <laughs> oh man, better take it easy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is, those are also weird, too, because it's like, it's paper, rock, scissors, but they kind of ran out of things, because it's like, attack, defend, desperate attack. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been like, I don't know, like, faint? <laughs> yeah. Nah, pretty desperate. So, it's like, that's when it gets tough, because it's like, he'll say something like, Rah! it's like, okay, he's definitely going to attack, but is that a desperate attack? Desperate attack or attack, Attack, yeah. Because yeah. if he desperate attacks, you have to defend, it'll miss, and you get a counterattack. If they defend, then you just regular attack or also defend. And then, but if they're, yeah, if they're attacking, then you use desperate attack and you hit them for like half their health. Right. It's, I mean, what I'll say about the duels is it looked really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it squares off isometric. Yeah. And and it does like, it does that thing where like, you know, Sony wanted all their games to have 3D elements because that was like a big selling point of that console. Mm -hmm. So it like does this whole thing where it's like, Tear and then K Wanda Rosman, and then they're on this three dimensional floor that spins around. Um, and I mean, some of the spell effects are 3D too. Uh, it so it looks nice. I like that. So they had to change that all the 3D effects quite a bit for the Sega Saturn release. Uh, really, because it doesn't have the 3D Didn't capabilities the PlayStation yeah. does. So kind of similar to what happened with um, Symphony of the Night. 
Yeah. Where yeah, it's yeah. where it's like, yeah, a lot of that is kind of like dumbed down from the from the PlayStation version. Yep. Uh, and because you beat you beat K. Wander Ross, man. And then what did you do? Uh, I didn't kill him because you told me not to kill anybody. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because he yeah. he yells in pain as you see a black rune like melt off his arm. Right. He, then he's very confused. Yeah. He starts saying like. Honestly, like, even if you hadn't told me to not kill him, I probably wouldn't have because he starts, like, he's very addled, and he starts saying things, like, he, like, even, like, references himself in the third person, and it's like, all right, yeah, something's wrong, something's yeah, weird yeah. here. Well, like, I didn't tell... Hey, Wanda Ross, man, is getting upset! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell, uh, I forgot to tell James Livingston yeah. that, and I said, what'd you do? He's like, I killed that asshole. He killed all the elves. Fuck him. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, he did commit genocide. Yeah, we probably. Yeah, we didn't like really dialed in on that. When he burned down the forest, he committed genocide. Yeah. But he's he's by he's probably the easiest one to spare though, because there's one that it was everything in me not to fucking kill him. Because really? there's one that does some heinous shit later on. Okay, but you can't get all one eight one hundred eight yeah. stars if you kill him. So. Yeah, all right, I'm not killing him then because this is a goddamn video game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> But uh, Gay Wonder Ross Man is actually a really good character. Really, his, he, his he, defense is through the fucking roof. Because he joined, yep. like, yeah. Once I didn't kill him, he he joined. And then he, he like, realizes, yeah, Wendy put that black rune on him, was controlling right. him. Exactly. So yeah, he then he joins you, and eventually all the generals will join you and have a very cool unite attack. Even so, General Leo. Even General Leo. <laughs> <especially> <laughs> Leo. Yeah, that's pretty much where I am in the, in the story. That didn't take long to get All there. Right. It took me 12 hours, but well, it took you about 12 minutes. Well, <laughs> we're an hour and 10 minutes into the show. You had some interruptions with the, you know, crashes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I thought you were talking about interruptions in the podcast with Concho and Cucky yeah, Cheese. And <laughs> Duck Gods. I'd say those were good interruptions. Yeah, I, would, yeah. I wouldn't consider them interruptions. Geronimo Fats. <laughs> additions. Yeah. Additions. yeah. They were all, I think, We're necessary. the salt that Sides. flavors this they're land the, video game podcast. They're the side quest of our... Our, our our podcast here. Our, I'm all about <laughs> it. I prefer the side quests sometimes. Because man, man, Skyrim side quests. Son of a bitch. There's oh, yeah, so, there's so right, many. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm just trying to mow to Skyrim. So. Yeah, I'm just trying to mow through my miscellaneous ones. It's mm. like holy shit. Yeah, I didn't finish Skyrim, but I played the shit out of Oblivion. The reason I didn't finish Skyrim. They reference Oblivion a lot in Skyrim. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, uh, I guess, from like a, even like a, the, a story standpoint. Because what happened in Oblivion is a pretty fucking big deal. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's one of those where it's like it, Skyrim is one of those games where it's like, oh man, this is like Oblivion, but I don't have as much time as I used to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that kind of sucks. I, I, that's uh, that's hitting me now because I'll like I'll play a game like Skyrim and welcome like, to fatherhood, Josh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'll I'll go and I'm like, okay, I've I'm in the starting town. I've got eight quests. One of those is to go to the next town over. I'll go do that one, and then on the way, I get three more quests before I even get there. As soon as I walk through into the like into the <laughs> new town, I get at least two more, like yep. just yeah. in that intro. And then there, I see like little quest markers all over people, <laughs> uh, all in that new town. So it's just, it's just, yeah, it gets overwhelming, and I'm. It's a young I, man's game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my my attitude before was, well, look at all this stuff to do. My attitude now is, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> you had to play through like you played through Call. At first, that when you played 
Ramon's Cauldron game, and it was just like, oh, yeah, there's a bunch of dudes in this town, isn't there? Well, we got to save those kids. Fuck it. Fuck everything else. Run through. Strike force. Yeah. Get to the boss. Kill them. Save the kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, when I ran Cauldron, you guys just, like, the kids are there, but we need to research this thoroughly for, like, Ten sessions. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like kind of the beauty of D&D. It's like, uh, I think unless the DM is willing to like kill those kids and like derail the story, like, you know what I mean? Like Then, then I have 20 more magazines to go through, but <laughs> right, derail it right. now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like at the beginning of the game. Yeah. So it's kind of like one of those where it's like, time is a weird resource in Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah. Do we have downtime? Sure, I'm gonna craft a bunch of powerful items. <laughs> yeah. Okay, no more downtime. <laughs> because Zach playing our, our let him play an artificer in that game, oh, and he yeah. he no. he wrecked the power balance in culture by being able to make items. Yeah, Zach in one of the games, uh, I think you were DMing this one, Tyler. The one of the other games we we played with Zach that he. He wanted to like do this like trade mini game quest. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He had that, a list of like the buy and sell prices mm-hmm. of all these just mundane items. He, yep. he wanted to play drug wars essentially <laughs> yeah. inside D and D. If with, I can pull, okay, so I buy salt. This is near a salt mine, so what? Salt's probably less expensive here, right? Sure. All right. Well, I'm gonna go play someplace where there's far away from a salt mine. Sell all this salt here for. Three silver a piece <laughs> instead of one. <laughs> like you, you can just Avenger make a lot more money. Than that, I promise. <laughs> this is D and D. This is a cool concept. I applaud you for it, mm-hmm. but it's it's way too much shit. <laughs> it's a bookkeeping for, nightmare for yeah. four other people who are just <laughs> wanting to smash shit. Like and solve the occasional riddle. <laughs> nah, <laughs> yeah. just mainly smash shit. Yeah, we, li- we live that to Miller. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, Miller, who will sleep until it's it's turned to attack. <laughs> He'll just, I, I swear, he would he would sleep until we were asked a riddle. And he, would, he would wake up, <laughs> like, in the middle of the riddle being told and just, like, and just know the answer. Yeah. Oh, that's the four horsemen of the apocalypse. <laughs> Keep trying, motherfucker. <laughs> he, he got a gift for fucking riddles, man. I remember, uh, I think, Josh, it was your game, right, where Zach was playing a character that had, like, a pack horse with a... Uh, oh, yeah. He, no, he had a, he had a pack horse. Alchemist fire. He had kegs of... Yeah, alchemist fire. So his horse was carrying around bombs. <laughs> right. Just ready to be blown up bombs, yeah. And uh, then uh, you called uh, <laughs> you called me and and who who else was it? I guess Ramon. Ramon, that's right. Mm-hmm. It was me and old fashioned Ramon. You came in, you called us in to play villainous NPCs. And uh, I took much delight and put an arrow <laughs> right in that fucking horse's back. Yep. <laughs> Zach, Zach's character, who was a m- mute, well, not mute, he refused to speak. Zach only communicated by writing on index cards, which, again, n- nice in theory, trying to play with a bunch of other people does not really work. <laughs> and he had just started to talk because he was getting frustrated with having to write everything down. Uh-huh. As soon as he started to talk, you blew up his horse. <laughs> <laughs> And then he, as he's laying there at like one hit point, he just like writes, I'll never speak again on his note cards. Oh, man. That was uh, a good time for me. Oh, well, you killed me too with your construct bane arrows. I could, I don't remember that. Oh, that's right. Because, like, Josh essentially, like, at one point, I think you looked at me and Ramon and you were like, eh, you like, you like, motioned to, like, like, don't kill the party. Because <laughs> you, yeah, you told them, 
Tyler's character is probably gonna kill all of you guys. Right. So, so like we like really worked on characters up to beat me. Yeah. <laughs> it was. <laughs> yes, it we was had tough to. <laughs> for that that character of yours. It was it was <laughs> tough for me because I would. I would make fights that I intended for you guys to lose, and you would de- decimate it in the first round. Uh, it's bards, man. That's the problem with... Um, I, had a, I had a two-handed heavy hitter critical build, and then plus Meg having a bard with insane additions that we would just demolish shit. That's, I think that's the problem with that edition of D&D, uh-huh. is that if you go beyond the core... Yeah, I think with, it was with all the uh, all the like all the splats books, yeah. too much. Like it, the, the it's impossible to balance. Like because book it's of like, exalted deeds is the one that re- book of exalted deeds and book of nine swords break three point five wide open. I mean, I would argue that you can find at least one thing in most splats where it's like, oh, it's game breaking. Mm. I mean, and maybe not game breaking, but party breaking. It's like I don't know, man. You got someone who's like, well, I just want to play a barbarian. <laughs> and then you've got somebody who's like, I own, I own all the splats, <laughs> uh, and I'm just gonna, you know, Blake, be- who would spend hours, nights trolling forums, oh, yeah. finding the perfect yeah, build. Fuck yeah, me, I would do that too yeah. at work. Like at, when I was working at the newspaper, it's like, well, all my projects are done. Time to pull up the uh, giant in the playground forums and uh, see yeah. what kind of crazy ass build I can I'd, make. I'd never seen a character more broken than. Blake's character, Ender, the Goliath, Barbarian, Frenzied Berserker, was Warblade. It, was it like Ender, like X, E, X, N, D? Yep. X, X, 3, N, D, 3, X, X, 420, Ender, X, 69. Oh, because I couldn't. It, basically, it was either you he kills any enemy or any boss, or I take him out of the game, let everybody else play. It was just how it was. Yeah. It's like the uh, the Justice League and like Superman. Like Superman goes off to fight like yeah. some other supervillain, and then the Justice League like takes Blake care was of Superman it. in the Teen Titans. Is, yeah. is how it works. <laughs> but hey, you want to take some calls since we're caught up to where you are? Yeah, that sounds good. And by next episode, I'll probably have like at least another five hours in the game. Sounds so good. <laughs> we can just do, we can just ride this out forever. <laughs> hey, listener, did you like this? <laughs> Let us know if you did. I'll just spend the next month playing Suikoden, and we can just keep doing this. <laughs> What is it, uh, about a 30-hour game? So we can It's like 20 it. hours. Uh, I'm just, it's taking me a long yeah. time. We can squeeze another four episodes out of this. Hey, I'm, I'm down. Easy. We can do that easy. <laughs> hey, then you want to squeeze it in two? Make that like 10 episodes? I'm good, I'm good. Four episodes over just a cooking minigame. So we get into did have a really good cooking minigame. It's like, like yeah, Iron Chef, right? Yeah. yeah. Set up like that, yeah. Uh, question about squeaking in one. I recruited Antonio the chef. Mm-hmm. Why? Does he do anything ever? He can equip a shield. That's it, huh? <laughs> he uh, feeds your army. Does he, though? Dave, he feeds your army. I haven't seen that once. Well, every time I it's talk, behind the scenes. <laughs> every time I talk to him, he's like, I'm going to cook something great. Prove it, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I spent time recruiting your ass. Granted, it wasn't very hard. You were just standing there, and I was like, would you like to cook in my castle? And you were like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Maurice said to get you. Come on. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, all right, here we go. This is our first call. This is from 413. Man, I got to say that every time the phone rings like four or five times and it ends with fucking dog, really gets uh, gets my heart pumping. You know, makes me kind of happy. What's up, boys? Hey, Sean. It's Sean from over at Nerdy Thursday or Slap Brother or, you know, whatever. 
Um, I don't know if you guys have ever really talked about this on a phone call, but like, I'm kind of curious. If he talks about cucky cheese, I just want to <laughs> let everybody know that everybody knows about <laughs> I hadn't listened to this voicemail prior, but now if he does say something about cucky cheese, that'd be pretty, be pretty great. What kind of music are you guys like really into? Like, has it changed drastically through the years? Have you always kind of been into like oh, video game one- music? I get into it. Yeah, does the Final Fantasy VI <laughs> yeah. soundtrack apply? Yeah. I was, found, I was yeah. l- re- listening to uh, relaxing Breath of the Wild piano music in the shower this morning. Yeah, yeah. video yeah. game music. Imagining yourself yeah. in the most beautiful post-apocalyptic world. Yes. imaginable. Style. What kind of music do you not like? Uh, Everything. I'm else. just curious. Steely Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, I learned a lot about Steely Dan yep. since last episode. <laughs> Apparently, everyone knows about Steely Dan, but you and me, Tyler, yep. maybe Josh. All right, Josh all is on right. our side. Uh, all the inside boys have no idea who Steely Jacob's Dan is. Jacob's probably going to ruin that, though, when Jacob comes on for a Suico cast. Oh, yeah. He probably Big knows Steely about Dan Steely Dan fan. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, I listened to some Steely Dan after that. Not my thing. <laughs> I appreciate that their band is named after a dildo, but the music, I didn't, I wasn't, it was just kind of like, yeah, okay. So anyway, sorry, Steely Dan fans. I tried. I tried. Seen a lot of, seen a lot of shows in the past year and got me thinking. I want to know. Later, boys. Love you. Love you too, Sean. Thanks for calling. What kind of music do we not like? Um, I hate reggae. I really? cannot stand reggae. Why? I just, I, I, I hate it. Yeah. It's too upbeat and yeah. happy, and like, I just, I don't like you it. You just haven't like lived it. an impoverished enough life. Right, exactly. I get it. <laughs> I understand. Because I used to, when I worked in D.C., I worked with a guy who, um, admittedly, he had emotional problems, and he loved reggae because it helped even him out. So he just constantly in the kitchen played reggae. Hey, man. And I couldn't really argue. Yeah. like, well, okay, you need this. So I can't argue with you, but fuck, I hate but this. please stop bringing your steel drums to work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I really have one genre that I don't like. Uh, I mean, they're bad songs Gospel. in every genre. Yeah, um, actually, jazz, probably. Jazz. I don't, I don't really like jazz. What about yeah. Cowboy Bebop? Uh, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Really? Yeah. Wow. A couple of people right. got objectively. It's good music, and it's not really jazz, to be yeah. honest. I mean, jazz it's, pop. It's, yeah, it's like jazz like. Yeah. Uh, genre that I don't like. I mean, I hate to be that guy, but it's like country. I don't like country, and it's like unless it's like Johnny Cash, which like at some point, at some point, Johnny Cash isn't country. I mean, yeah. I don't. See, I, I like some country, like the older country, I think is fine. Yeah. The, the we're newer, so, like pop country. No. Mm, it's a, I feel like we're, I'm, yeah. s- I'm saying a very basic thing and yeah. you are agreeing with that. But it's the truth for me. Like, I don't like, I remember when I was a kid and we would go on so many road trips because I had family that lived farther south. They lived like six or five hours away and we would go visit them for major holidays and family reunions and stuff like that, which is fine. I, I enjoyed that as a kid. What I did not enjoy was the 10 hour round trip of like listening to all that great, great late 80s country. Where it's just like it's the it's the worst, yeah. and it really, really ruined country for me. Like yeah. even to this day, like when I hear some modern country, and I'm like, 
clearly this isn't as bad as the music that I was forced to listen to, but it's still like it's still just kind of like oh I, I can't. Oh, well, there's some like like Jolene. I love the song Jolene. Yeah, yeah, Dolly yeah, yeah. Parton. Yeah, yeah. Of course. So there's there's some country like I've gotten a lot more acclimated to it because Melissa loves it. And the girls sure, love it. Right. But they they like country that I can I can actually listen to. None of it like bugs me. And I think that honestly like has a lot to do like with personal tastes in general is like what if you can link it to like a good memory mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. country to me is linked to a bad memory yeah, where yeah, it's like yeah. i just remember being miserable like really we're gonna listen to this again <laughs> billy ray cyrus again all yeah. right okay well i'm a child I need a billy ray cyrus for my generation why can't that come <laughs> yeah. out what he has a daughter <laughs> <laughs> Which so, my, Miley Cyrus's cover of Jolene is also very, very good. I haven't heard it. I mean, Jolene's she just can, a good song. She can sing. She can sing oh, yeah, really well. sure. Of course she can. She's just, um, I don't know, just kind of kind of annoying, yep. I think. <laughs> That's my take on Miley. Uh, but I'm sure if I were like, I don't know, what, 10 years younger, where I would watch the show that she was on, what was that called? Hannah Montana? Hannah Montana. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, like, like if I were... Younger, and I had watched that, I'd probably be like, Yeah, I can get in this Miley Cyrus thing. But instead, I'm an old man who can't play Skyrim. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, any music that you particularly are into other than video game soundtracks? Anything I can wage epic battle to in D&D. Yeah. That's pretty much if I could listen to it and plan a big boss battle in my head, I like it. Uh, so a lot of rock, and of course I love Weezer. Weezer is like the one thing that that's ooh. my that is my exception ooh. is that blue well blue and Pinkerton yeah, like any other yeah, Weezer much like country old Weezer I like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's some yeah. like Ratitude I fucking hate but like yeah blue and Pinkerton and Weezer I fucking love have I you adore heard those two they're green I like too so yeah, some of red right. have you yeah red was okay I guess have you uh, listened to their '80s cover album. Is that it's Ratitude, isn't it? No. No? No, they, oh, I haven't no. heard that. They have an album that's just all 80s covers. Uh, oh, that's like Toto and stuff. Yeah. I know, I've, heard, Africa I've heard Africa. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty disappointing. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's not that it's bad. It's just Nikki and I, were list- we listened to it, and it was like, that wasn't a bad album, but what it sounded like was Weezer... We got to put something out out real quick. What can we yeah, do? Yeah, well, I feel like if you're going to do a cover of a song, it has to be objectively better than that right. song, and I don't think they were. They weren't. No. Yeah, I agree. It was very much like, this is the song. Yeah. And, and like every song I'm expecting like a, you know, like expecting like a real yeah. good like guitar mm-hmm. thing, and it doesn't happen. And it's like, all right. But they do like all the synth and stuff, and it's worse like, than like, the original yeah, like, like Cake did uh, I Will Survive right sure and they put their own yeah, the, cake spin on it exactly. and it was really it's good it's great my favorite version of Mine I Will too. Survive I did it at the yeah. Tadpog Prom Karaoke oh yeah <laughs> I didn't know that that's pretty cool yeah yeah they had it in is there the, is there a video thing. of that uh, I don't. I doubt it. Some video. Melissa sent me but, some, but uh, I don't think that's on it. Uh, Edge Lord Kyle was the one who got all the attention uh, at karaoke because he was working the floor <laughs> like a televangelist. I mean, like just like that man can move. That man can entertain. Yeah. Any other call? Yeah, let's Th- do it. Thank you, Sean. Yes. thank you, Sean. Sean of Nerdy Thursday. Check out Nerdy Thursday, guys. All right, here we go. Next call coming from three one five. Also, I'm sorry your heart doesn't get pumping anymore because when you call us, it no longer says motherfucking Tadpog. It just says the Google voicemail <laughs> subscriber is not available or something like that. Hello? Hi. I thought somebody was going to pick up for sure this time. 
Uh, anyway, uh, motherfucking tadpie. It is Mason calling again. Long time, I'm sure. I know you guys miss me. Um, I did make it uh, off, through Mason. the night after my last <laughs> drunken phone call. I believe I was pretty drunk on that one. Uh, anyway, hopefully it was funny. I don't know. I don't remember it. Your uh, your lean pocket is done. Was that it? Was that a, that's all been a long ass time ago. <laughs> it was a really long time ago. And I don't even know. If, I can't remember if it was a lean pocket or a hot pocket. <laughs> anyway, I prefer the lean pocket. I think I a lean. Too. Yeah, I think I the like, lean pocket's I good. I like a good lean pocket. Yeah, get a little chicken broccoli business going on. It's in also there. what yep. I call a tight vagina. Yeah, lean pocket. A lean, lean, pocket. Yeah. <laughs> lean pocket. <laughs> uh, I just called, listened to an episode, and you guys are bitching about, hey, stop talking about fucking Adam. Uh, you guys need to call. And I figured I would take the opportunity to vent about a recent change in my life. Okay. okay. Uh, right. Sort of a PSA slash vent. And uh, my message is don't ever get a puppy. Mm. Holy shit. I don't know. If I got a puppy last month uh, because I found it. I was thinking about getting a dog and I found a stray uh, in the middle of the night. And you can't do anything with a stray in the middle of the night uh, unless it's injured. And it wasn't injured, so the animal hospital wouldn't take it. Uh, so I took it home with me. You could have fixed that. <laughs> that is what I like to call a fixable problem. You got a kitchen knife. Don't you think out of the box, Mason? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want to take this dog? Uh, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just right there in front of them. It's not injured. <laughs> oh, it's not. <laughs> and long story short, the owners found it in like two hours. I brought it back. And then I was just a 12-year-old that had to have a dog. I got gotcha. you. I was hoping it was going to go to a different place where like, never mind, you can have it. <laughs> oh, you found our dog. Uh, yeah, finders keepers, I guess. Good luck. <laughs> that is a bad dog. And... Instead of going to the shelters, which are just all pit bulls, and anyway, went to a private seller. I got a puppy. Wow, a puppy. I've never had a puppy before. I thought it'd be great. Have you guys, all right, so conversation topic, I guess, have you guys ever had a puppy? Yep. I've yes. Had I've had two puppies. Mine mm. and Clementine. Not since I was in the third grade in this house. I, that's I had, when you got primer? I had, that's when I got primer. Yeah. Yep. I had Shaq. <laughs> and now, your parents literally yeah. brought Shaq over to your yeah. Shaquille O'Neal to your house. What's this place here? <laughs> and, Here's your twenty dollars, Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> and uh, and now I have Max, a little Yorkie. Mm-hmm. You got two cats though. I, I, two cats, yeah. But we're talking about puppies, Tyler. <laughs> as a per, as the only person here who is not a dog person. <laughs> I'm Ambie. I like That's dogs. That's true. I like dogs That's and true. cats. Yeah, I like both. Cats are easier to take care of, but mm. require a lot more cleanup, I think, because cats puke all the time. That's true. All they'll, the they'll, time. They'll shit in a box of rocks, but they'll puke everywhere. Yes, and they will hide it, which makes it the worst, because it is very much like a, I'll come, like I'll step out of the bedroom and be like, oh God, where is it? And then I like, I'm moving furniture around, and it's like, there it is. What I've discovered is if you don't find it and you have hardwood floors, it ain't good for your hardwood floors. Nope. It will 100% stain it. Nope, I got all hardwood floors. But luckily, my cat usually throws up on the rug or in the case of the other night, oh. at like 3 o'clock in the morning, I hear, ah, ah, ah. And I'm I just like, <laughs> Let Nicole up. quit it. Yeah. <laughs> Submit. <laughs> <laughs> Relax your throat. I told you this. <laughs> and, uh, my uh, your butthole is so squeaky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going in dry. 
don't, I don't remember what I was going to say. Yeah, you're done. Right, we're done. You're done. All right. Continue with the call. I'm sorry, Chuck. <laughs> and uh, how much did you hate that puppy? All right. How much did we hate that puppy? How much did you hate Primer, Tyler? Well, as a kid, I didn't have to do that much <laughs> Right, puppy. was not your problem. So, so I, loved, I loved a puppy. As an adult, we had a puppy for a brief time. We were sitting over here. It was terrible. Yeah. So the girls were all like, oh, we want a puppy. Oh, we we don't like this. But <laughs> like a week afterward, like, I think we should probably try a puppy again. It's like, <laughs> Come on. No, I, I had a, uh, whenever I had Shaq, I was much younger. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't have to... <laughs> Uh, well, I Shaq shared, was mostly yeah. outdoors, so yeah, he just, was a, he was an outdoor dog. So. He would have <laughs> he would have wrecked your fucking Shaq. house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was it was I mean pretty well shared responsibility from all of us. So yeah. it wasn't I mean I like fed him once a day or something like that. Yeah, but. you had that. I remember that giant like pewter pie tin you'd fill up <laughs> and take out to him. He was a big dog. He was a big dog. But, I see why you named um, him Shaq. <laughs> no, Max. Uh, Max, on the other hand, uh, we got. Shortly after Nicole and I got married, mm-hmm. very small dog. Um, yeah, very small very dog. Small. Uh, he would do he would do shit like I remember we had a couch in the middle of our living room, and he would do shit like uh, just bark at us, and we would we would try to chase him to grab him, mm-hmm. and he would just uh, run around the couch, and like we he was too fast for us. He would just evade us. <laughs> like if we if we cornered him, he had always like slip by us somehow, and like uh, and at the time it was very frustrating. Uh, like like we were running late for something, we had to like take him to the vet or the groomer or something like that, and he he wouldn't let us catch it. But now like looking back on that, I I feel fondly of it. It's, you know, it's oh yeah, those those were those yeah. are good times. So no, I I recommend puppies. I like puppies. We don't deserve dogs, guys. Dogs are good. I uh, I had a turtle named MC. If it makes you feel any better, <laughs> he, he he was named after MC Hammer. Uh-huh. Um, was he one of the Hammer brothers? No, I was not that clever. Still not, because uh, I didn't even go there, but I like that. Um, my When Ayn was a puppy, it was great because I lived in an apartment, uh-huh. and when he chewed a carpet off the stairs, it was more like, ha-ha-ha, what a dog. <laughs> we lost this deposit anyway, so yep, go exactly. nuts. Yep. <laughs> you're, you're, any renters out there, you're not going to get your deposit. No, back. so just let your dog do whatever you want. No. <laughs> I mean, really, sorry, landlords. I'll <laughs> uh, just leave this snicker bar in the trash can. There you go. <laughs> I, I remember you doing that and then having to with, bring a hose into your house to wash out the diary. <laughs> yeah, when he got a hold of it. Yeah. yeah. It was actually Nikki's apartment. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, bonus. Uh, and it was, there was also a time where, I think I've, I've probably told this on the show before. The sugar. With the sugar yeah, after yeah. Brandon, we had the 80s party and <laughs> poured some sugar on me, came on, and Brandon ran out. Uh, it was a huge party. I'm amazed that yep. we had a party that big, honestly. I'm, it, I'm, I shouldn't be amazed because Brandon is like King Charisma, but it is like that was a party where people were in our place that I had, didn't know. And it's just like, oh, this is like I mean, a party. You also I, lived in the party neighborhood. It too. is true. Yeah. It is true. It, it, but it was one of those where it's like, oh, this is like a movie party. Like this is a party uh, you would yeah. see in a college movie. <laughs> Except for Jacob, who I remember was the 80s party dressed like your favorite 80s character. Didn't stipulate what. Uh, century, mm-hmm. so he came as an 1880s shopkeep. No, from... he would have been. He would have been in the <laughs> 80s movie too. He'd just been. Like, He's the hipster. The, yeah. <laughs> uh, I see you have a contrarian friend as well. <laughs> uh, but I remember uh, the worst was, and I'm sure I've told this on the show before, but when Ein ate a box of toothpicks. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then for the next, like... Played Lakitu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got those spinies everywhere. Yeah, I felt bad for him. That was a rough time. That was one where it's like... We might have to go to the vet, buddy. Like, because this might. Fortunately, they got all soft on his insides. <laughs> so when they came did out, did you learn a lesson? <laughs> right, he did not. <laughs> He's, what I've learned about dogs, they don't learn a lesson. They just don't <laughs> learn a lesson. And then Clementine has just been. Um, she's been okay. Yeah, she's just like her big thing has just been like not biting, but just using her mouth you know mm. and it's like just it's regular puppy shit where it's yeah. just like you just gotta break him with that um because you know i love this little guy and i'm responsible for him and i don't want to mess him up what's his name but i hate him um uh, anyway by the time you guys listen to this he'll probably be either fully grown or you have um, to put him down you know, it's going to be that long age or right. because he finally got to my PS4, um, <laughs> one of those things. Anyway, I'm probably going to get cut off here. But anyway, um, yeah, just uh, I guess have you guys had a puppy and was it a terrible experience? Mine's a Border Collie, which is apparently just Ooh, fucking terrible. That's a super energetic right. breed. Yeah, yeah they're high energy Bye. for sure. That's why I've said I will never get a lab ever. I've seen labs just destroy shit because you have to. They need a lot of exercise. Yeah, you got to get out there yeah. and work with them. Clementine's getting fat, and I love it because it is. It's like she. Look, I call her my tater tot because it's like she just like. And what's crazy because uh, my coworker got Clementine's brother. She named him Maverick, and she brought Maverick over to work one day. And I was like, "Our dogs look entirely different. Her dog is all like fucking like." He looks like a goddamn statue, like he's muscular. <laughs> like I pet him, and it was like, oh god, like this dog is fucking strong. And then I go home to Clementine, and it's like I rub her fur, and it's just like layer of fat, just like <laughs> jiggles around her body. And it's like you're yeah. a, you're a good girl. Yeah. <laughs> you're a good girl. You're oh. my good fat girl. <laughs> mm. Thick with two C's. Uh, let's not get too weird. <laughs> yeah, you thick dog. Oh, thick girl. Yeah. You want to be a wiener oh. dog? Thick dog. Clammy, <laughs> we we dummy thick. No, no, no. Let's re- rewind this back. We were talking about grills no, no, fucking we, our wives. <laughs> not our wives, you monster. Other people's wives. <laughs> Don't you put that evil on me, I, I can handle a good cuckolding, okay? I'm not one of those pussies. <laughs> Fast Geronimo want to come to my house? Forget about it. You want to take another call? Yeah, let's take one more. All right. This is from 315. Uh, I think it's Mason again. Maybe call him back to let us know what his dog's name is. Oh, hey, guys. It's Mason. Uh, hey, I Mason. I just to call right back after that last message. Did, did I end that message by saying peace out? It- we can review the tape. We were kind of talking over you. Mm-hmm. I don't you, think so. I don't remember that. You want to? We, we, I wasn't. We were talking. Do you want me? We can play it back. Find out real quick. No. We'll fi- okay. All right. <laughs> All right. We'll just roll on. Am I the link? I hope his dog's name is Peace Out. Kid <laughs> from 1999. Holy shit. Um. Yeah. Wow. I'm really sorry about that, guys. It's okay. Please. Um. If you can censor that. No. Do, no. Uh, <laughs> although you're probably listening to this message like eight weeks later. Yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> yeah, well, let's go with that. That's why I'm not going to censor it out. It has absolutely nothing to do with how lazy I am. <laughs> also, the fact that I didn't change the show art from Sweet in Part One to Part Two also has nothing to do with how lazy I am. <laughs> I've been bashed on the Facebook page for, um, you know, hating puppies and threatening to kill mine. Anyway, I'm just 
Well, I'm just really sorry about the uh, how I ended that last uh, that last call. That was really lame. It'll be all right. Anyway, uh, bye guys. Peace out. Bye. Peace out. Josh had a dog named Shaq. I had a turtle named MC. You can say peace out. Mm-hmm. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> you get a pass. <laughs> I'll say one more. You want to take one more? Yeah. All right. One more call. That was a shorty. All right. Five six two. Hey, Terrified okay. Michelle. As you know very well, I've been going through the backlogs of episodes. Um, so here's my commentary on that real quick. Uh, it stinks. All right, next call. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I won't edit out Mason's piece out, but I will edit in uh, the critics saying it stinks right there. So that was just my personal note for everybody. I, I know this is going to tell People are not going to agree with this, and I'm going to get some hate. But whatever. I think uh, In-N-Out is overrated. I don't really like it. I like McDonald's much better. Call me crazy. That's fine. Crazy. Um, Arby's is weird and gross. I don't know why it tastes kind of sweet. I don't know if that's Agreed. a California mm-hmm. thing or just across the board, but why is I like my Arby's. sandwich a roast beef sweet? It should I'm not so be sick of Arby's. Lip. It's the closest thing to where I work. Ah, so I got real burned out on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I probably haven't been to it in a year now. I, you're kind of close to Firehouse Subs, man. You need to hit up Firehouse Subs. I've never been to Firehouse Subs. Oh, Rose. come out on a Monday. Firehouse yeah. Monday. Me and Firehouse Chris go out there every every Monday. Yeah. We'll, we'll show you a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your wife. <laughs> like, I know what's in there to make it sweet, and I don't, so it bothers me. Probably sugar. Um, mm-hmm. Corn syrup. I listened to all the episodes with the uh, Trials of Reddit. I did not throw up. I actually listen to your podcast while I'm at work with my headphones in, and as you know, I embalm people, so most of it wasn't going to make me throw up anyway. Yeah. There were definitely cringeworthy moments, usually the uh, Jolly Rancher ones, definitely fake, I don't think that's possible. Who sticks a Jolly Rancher in their mouth while they're getting oral? Even if, even if... Are you okay? You know? <laughs> <laughs> right? I, was, I, was, I was trying to uh, hear her clearly. Yeah, well, is she embalming somebody right now? Did like uh, <laughs> like a like a, a spurt of fluid like just shoot up? <laughs> hey Siri, call Tadpog. <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna be like, I can't. I'm sorry. You're, you're gonna stop. You're going to move on to something else. You're, you're not going to put a Jolly Rancher in your mouth, and you're not going to dig it back out and put it back in your mouth. That's stuff. Is that I mean, a challenge? I mean, I can see that happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds like you're not a very good pussy rancher. That's what I'm hearing, Michelle. <laughs> pussy rancher, the sequel to Monster Rancher. You put your porn DVDs in your PlayStation, and it generates monsters based on those DVDs. So I'm going to need you to get permission from Janie first, but you need to go out and pussy ranch. And let us know how that goes. Yeah, I like that. That's like a UO uh, profession. <laughs> wow, my skill in Pussy Rancher has increased by 0.01. Apprentice okay. Pussy Rancher. <laughs> the Dreadlord Pussy Rancher. <laughs> you have lost karma. <laughs> Sorry, er, Maggot Girl also seems fake. She describes maggots wrong. That's totally and, uh, fake. The whole thing with the dumpster, I also think. Yeah, why is the dumpster so large? Um, unless she's kind of midget, like you said. Um, the dog story could very well be true. I've known people to do that. Very sad. If it is true, hope it's fake. Wait, you've known people to do that? That was a story about... The what story? The dog, the dog story? you know people to rape dogs with <laughs> brushes and... Mm, okay. You're talking right. about that Reddit story. Colby, yeah, Colby. this is all about yeah. the trials. Yeah, yeah Colby, <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, this is all about the trials of Reddit. Yikes. 
I'm Colby, right. Colby 2012, never forget. I don't, I don't know that I'm done processing the fact that Michelle's known people to do that. <laughs> yeah, I come from the old dog spooner neighborhood. We just put spoons <laughs> up dogs' asses. So we, you know, like the Christians were circumcised and we put spoons up dogs' asses, you know. Mason, you looking for ways to get your puppy in line? <laughs> 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 I'm just I look I'm just saying I mean <laughs> Peter unlocks that dog teach your dog how to play concho <laughs> I play Japanese school tricks on my dog uh, I for whatever reason watched Dear Zachary uh, oh, oh Jacob, Michelle I still haven't watched it mm. because I've been told not to watch it. Yeah. I haven't watched it. It's heartrending. <laughs> it's really sad to watch it. I, of course, then went and watched it. It is super sad. And uh, as I was watching it, I'm all like, oh, this is this is really sad. Okay, but something good's happening. Okay, this is good. All right. Wait, it's really, really sad. More sad things happen. Yep. So <laughs> I did go to the website, and there is, like, a conclusion video, which is slightly happy in the amount of sadness that has contained been in there. And I watched it last night and before going to sleep, so then I had to put on a cartoon um, before I actually went fully to sleep, otherwise I'd have terrible dreams. But then I turned on Tapog again and Tyler had something. That cartoon was a secret of Nim, <laughs> and I had nightmares anyway. Being <laughs> <laughs> extremely sad to tell us, so I'm like, why Tapog? Why? So that's pretty much everything. I think. Oh, yeah. I can pretend that my parents. Have- and we reached three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> she does call oh, right back. All right, let's play that one. All we'll, right. we'll call it. And then she calls the next the next day. So I don't know if this is a. It's a nine-minute call. <laughs> no, this next one's 54 seconds. Okay. So. But I would like to say this looks like a repeating pattern. I'm looking through Google Voice, and it's like three-minute call followed by a 54-second call followed by a three-minute call <laughs> followed by a 32-second call. <laughs> I'm sorry, Michelle. You get cut off a lot. You got to you gotta get those three minutes in. Sorry, I went over three minutes. It's fine. Um, you didn't say peace out. It's I fine. <laughs> No, your parents had a lot of sex. Mm-hmm. Like, if that's the case, your parents had a lot of sex. Yeah, I saw they've been cu- cookie cheese. Yeah, your right. Parents, your parents <laughs> fuck. Just not each other. Well, your dad doesn't fuck. Yeah, your mom fucks. Your dad watches. <laughs> Sometimes he fucks. Your dad, your dad jerks off and your mom fucks. How does it mix together? Something. Because um, that's how it works. Uh, so that's all I wanted to tell you. I don't think I have any questions or I can come up with them on the fly because I'm not good at that. Um, unless, you know, it's Halloween time here. You'll get this look at New Year's. Uh, what's your favorite Halloween <laughs> costume to wear? And I love you guys, as you know, because I follow you all the time. Uh, that's it. Pretty sure. I was a vampire a lot. Uh, Tyler, I know you're a hobo. You were Urkel, that. too, Josh. Yeah, well, yeah. My, my favorite of Josh's <laughs> oh, Halloween costume is blackface. Oh, I am, okay. <laughs> I will. I am uh, running. Let's go through this. Let's run through this again. <laughs> yeah, you, I am running you, for you, office <laughs> in, in South Carolina. You, you, you wore blackface. I have a dog named Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Lit bowls, uh, fuck your wife. And cook uh, Jesus. I don't know how this is. I don't like how this picture is coming up together. Hmm. <laughs> I love when this, this settles on Josh where it's like amused, mildly upset, but mostly amused face. I see from Josh at least once a recording. <laughs> yeah. He he hasn't sh- he hasn't shaken a finger at me. That's what I know. It's like oh yeah. we're we're getting close. And every yeah. Josh is. <laughs> I mean I I didn't name Shaq. <laughs> I, that wasn't that that was my family. And you didn't put the paint and, on your face either. Your mom yeah, did that. Yeah, uh-huh, but so it's your parents, not yeah, you. Yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. My parents are horrible racist. <laughs> they wanted you to be really racist. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna raise him right. It was a different time, Tyler. <laughs> We love you too, Terrified Michelle. Yes, thank you, Michelle. <laughs> My favorite Halloween costume, banana. Hands yeah. down, banana. Best Remember costume. when I was like sh- super shitty Wolverine one year? Mm-hmm. So I, my mom you were, died. You were a shredder. Shredder. Your mom died? <laughs> my mom died. <laughs> my mom Sorry. died uh, Long John's Yellow to put uh, black arrows on it, and I had purple dish gloves that we <laughs> super glued <laughs> Pieces of aluminum bent in those claws. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. I love it. That's okay, man. I went as John Arbuckle that one year, remember? So look, that's about as that's about as basic of a costume you can get. Well, it, all you it, need blue shirt and a stuffed Garfield. There you go, kid. Well, that's what I did for Shredder in college, like mm-hmm. our freshman year. I no sophomore year, where I had purple sweats and I put um, knee guards for like soccer. And shin guards. Shin guards on my shins and on my forearms where I glued golf tees for my spikes. <laughs> and the knees for my shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> Although Josh was Buster Bluth. That was pretty good when we shaved your head mm-hmm. that year and you had yeah, your I had hook. a hook. And, yeah. Good time. and that was my dad that one year. The only person who got it was my ex-girlfriend who happened to be there. <laughs> was that the year that Sean Miller had a really good Jacob York costume? No, it was that it was the year before that. Or uh, yeah, God, Miller had a perfect Jacob costume, <laughs> and he would just go around saying Jacob things and making Jacob faces, <laughs> and Jacob was not pleased. By it. <laughs> but who was Brandon of Axley? Very amused. <laughs> hey, hey, Jacob, uh, what are you doing? Insofar as, and then he'd walk away. <laughs> uh, is, Jacob, is Jacob coming next week? Is he going to be? A I, I I hope he's able to. If we can do some schedule finagling and see what we can do, because I really want him on a weekend episode. Then he can he can refute these claims. Yep. <laughs> Even though I guess they're truth, I don't know. What's, I don't know what you could do. Oh, I think it's pretty good. All right, that was an episode. Yep. We kind of talked about Sweet in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got caught up story-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, and YouTube. So don't miss the next episode. More Sweet in baby. It's all Sweet in from here on out. Baby. It's all Sweet in. Uh, hey, you want to send the package? You can send that to Tadbox Studios, care of Nicole Nance, PO Box 3785, Badoo, Kentucky, 42002. But and definitely. I, I might deliver it. Definitely let Hell our yeah. cuck know that the package <laughs> <Yeah>. is coming. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you want uh, follow pictures of uh, my babies, Tadpog underscore podcast on Instagram, mm, uh, Tadpog on Facebook, and then Tadpog Nation on Facebook is where all the fucked up shit is, where we have three bouncers ready to bounce you if, you, uh, if you're a robot yeah. or someone's grandma, you're so out. you're good. Yeah. 
Yeah, no or grandma, grandma robot, or or any of our children. Right, <laughs> they're not right. alive either. That 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 almost <laughs> happened. Glad Maka was on that. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Let me let me hear that story. <laughs> oh, Brainy Junior was like, "Oh, I want to join the Tampong Nation." Maka was like, "Hey, man." I was like, "No, no, no, no. Stamp that shit out." <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> she does not know what need to know what I do to her mother. So no, she's not going to join the Tampong Nation. Uh what you got, Dave? You want to call us? Yeah, like some of these yeah. wonderful people did, you can do that at 270-883-2555. Uh, hey, did you enjoy this? <laughs> if you did, uh, you can give us money for that at patreon.com slash tadpog. Uh, there's a lot of cool people on there who uh, currently do that. Uh, and you get some bonus episodes we haven't done in a little while, but uh, there's a whole bunch on there. Yeah. Uh, things have been kind of... Hey, if if you've been listening, yes, please forgive me while my family goes through everything we're going through. It's making stuff extra, but we will. I will try my best. No one as everyone's being really cool about it. It's just one of those things that I we we put the pressure on ourselves, right? Yeah. So we want to let you know that. Yeah, I mean. Thanks for thanks for just hanging in there with us. Next Patreon episode, we all go to Cucky Jesus and record it. Done. Oh, <laughs> it's just us. It's just the three of us just sobbing. No, dude. Next, next, next Patreon thing is we all go to Chuck E. Cheese that has removed the real Chuck E. Cheese mm-hmm. that has removed the animatronics, but we go dressed as the animatronics <laughs> and perform at a birthday party. Mm, yeah, we well, also, also, also carry striking your signs about us getting fired, oh, man, yeah. <laughs> like PETA standing outside of like Chick Fil A or whatever. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, one thousand dollar Patreon goal. That's that'll happen. And then one of us, all dressed as Billy Bob, just smoking a cigar way back in the back, and just laughing and shaking his head, <laughs> right, and sniffing on our jinkum, which I think is also a thousand dollar goal. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Chris Murray uh, for his uh, recent increase in his pledge. He is riding that penny train. (laughs) I'd like to thank Exalted Lord Mike of Purdue for upping his donation by a penny. Also riding that penny train. (laughs) And uh, I may have already thanked him, but since he's playing uh, Suikoden, thank you, Zeus Laser, for increasing uh, your pledge recently. You can find us. Uh, you can I stream on Twitch on Sundays at 8.30 Central. If you want to come hang out, I'll be playing uh, in this Sunday. And um, I'm going to do my best to have some extra streams this week uh, so I can kind of cover some ground on Suikoden. Paperboy. And Paperboy. That's no joke. Paperboy streams are good. That's no joke, man. Yeah, man. I'm all about it. I beat my high score uh, on the last stream. I'm up to like 248,750. Well, Is I, it say, just you on I, Monday, doing Monday over and over again, or no. just your highest score on any given day? Or is it all week? What your score is after all just week? Just after you lose all your lives. And okay. I, I think I said two hundred forty-eight. That's one hundred percent not true. It's like one forty-eight. I, I just I'm projecting. No, I'm see, seeing into the future. See, now you have to go and do that though, because you said it. You have to make it real. Yeah, I guess I guess I do have to do that. That would put me squarely in, I believe the first the first place. No, maybe not. I think first first place is definitely in the two hundreds. I watched uh, the guy who set the record had an interview, and I learned some tricks uh, today. Like I never knew that you could press when you you can press A and B at the same time, and you essentially throw two papers in one throw. So it's like if you can do that and hit a mailbox, it's double the points. So yeah, it's kind of kind of a big deal. It's like I I heard that today, and it's like this is a game changer. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited. I know it's 
weird, but I mean, really getting into really getting into hey, paperboy. Man, chase your bliss, yeah. dog. Yeah, you don't get many of it in your thirties. That's that's true, man. man. Late thirties too. <laughs> at that, it's okay. Sex has been good, so I got sex. Hey, paper there boy. you go. All right. So there Fuck we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you're fucking good, yeah. man. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, our theme song is Moose. I think we're dry. Find a link to that show notes. The, the uh, tapout.com, whatever. Yeah, just go to tapout.com. Yeah, yeah. If you actually like, well, listen to well, listen to more moves. Yeah. yeah. If you ever done that, please let me know because I'm very curious. <laughs> <if you> have. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming on, Josh. Yeah. Thanks for having me. And if you want to come on next week, come back. I will certainly try. Awesome. How you want to close this out? Like uh, Humphrey. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. So until next time. Peace out. Yeah. <laughs> tap, tap off. <laughs> yeah. And Mason's the title is Peace Out, Mason. Peace out, Mason. I yeah. like it. All right. Peace out, Pocket. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>